Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Happy Monday, December 12th. It's 12-12-22, which is wild. I feel like, didn't New Year's, wasn't that just yesterday? (laughs) (laughs) This whole year was like a blip, honestly. Don't say blip. That could mean so many things. <laughs> it was it was a it was a snap. It was a Thanos snap. Oh <laughs> this year like did go by very, very quickly. It's um crazy how fast this year is just I my I when I said that I was like, oh my goodness, it ends in like a couple weeks and then a new year begins and it's gonna be 2023. This is just wild. Wow. <laughs> it is. Are you nuts. ready for the new year? Honestly, kind of, because the the <laughs> last part of this year has sort of kicked my butt. Some of it was in a good way. Some of it was just very trying, and the good stuff mm-hmm. outweighed the bad. I'm very lucky, but yeah, I'm I'm ready for like a nap. I'm ready for a start over. I'm like, okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. I see what we did. Let's places, <laughs> everybody. Places. <laughs> one, one, one more time. One more time. That's, That's like. <laughs> I know for me, I'm ready for a reset. 2023 has got to be a whole reset. <laughs> Just like, yes. boom, press the button. Yes, because this year, this year has been, like, it's been good. Like, it started off bad for me. Like, but then it kind of got better. Oh, yes, and then it I remember. It got, like, like this the whole year so i'm just me like too. i just need a reset I, I lost my fur baby at the top of the year so i know what you mean mm-hmm. it's like yeah oh, can we... to hear that yeah i caught covid in the new oh. year's this year so oh. that's why i'm like that's great i don't want to i don't want to what go a way to start the year yeah <laughs> <laughs> um for those uh listening and watching today we are joined by the esteemed the amazing Karama. Is it Karama or Karama? Like, Karama. did I say it right the first? It's Karma. Okay. Karma Horn, uh, AKA the Blurred Girl. Okay. She is also author of Protectors of Wakanda, which we are going to talk about a little later in the show. Um, we normally have Dwayne here who does our horns, like, beow, 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 you know, beow. like to. <laughs> so I'll just have to do them vocally. But before we dive in, we'll spotlight you for a second so you can. Let the people know who you are and what you do. All oh. right, you ready? Three, huh. two, one, on the spot. <laughs> Whoa. Oh my God, they did not make the screen big. I wasn't ready for this. What's <laughs> up, y'all? <laughs> What's up, y'all? I'm Karen Mahorn, aka The Blurred Girl. I am a cultural journalist, writer, parked at the intersection of geekdom and diversity. Um, I have a uh, regularly write over at The Wrap reviewing TV. And I also uh, have bylines over at Mashable and uh, Sci-Fi. And actually I have one over at OK Africa. 
And so, yeah, I'm okay. a freelance writer and I also host and I also got a new podcast this year with a Discovery Travel Channel called Pop Paranormal. It's all about horror movies I get to do with my sweetie, Chuck Collins. And I wrote a little book for Marvel uh, called Protectors of Wakanda, a History and Training Manual of the Dora Milaje. No, I did not title it myself, but I did have a shorter title, <laughs> but I'm very excited that I was allowed to write the origin story of the Dora Milaje. And breaking news, I don't, I think it's been announced, but I know I have not said this on a podcast. Oh, um, okay. I, I wrote uh, a story that's going to be in a Marvel comic in February in Marvel's Voices. Yay! And I see a lot of uh, the Blur Girl crew from my Discord. What's up, y'all? Thank you. How y'all doing? That's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Um, so you heard it here first. Okay, folks, unless she did announce it <laughs> elsewhere. <laughs> all right. Then, then you heard it here second, maybe third. All right. But we're at least top three, top three places that it was announced. Okay. Um, so shout out to you. I'm excited when that comes out. Definitely let us know. Like, hit us up. We would like to spotlight that, um, highlight that. Um, well, it's it's not just me. It's always like a group of different writers and artists, and I'm okay. super excited. And I got to work with Elisa Martinez again, who did a lot of the artwork in my book. And she also did mm. In Protection of Wakanda, and also a everybody knows her work from Stephanie Williams' uh, Nubia run. And Gina oh, okay. Ayala's Nubia run. Um, and Aletha is... A lot of people say she is like the first Afro Latina artist at Marvel. I think she's still the only, and she's <laughs> oh, been okay. at it for like twenty five years. So, um, but yeah, we've all been trying to give Aletha her flowers because uh, she was drawing the Dormilaje when they first, when Christopher Priest first created them. So it was very exciting for me to get her back in the book. So, oh, that's will, awesome. That's I will, awesome. I will, I will tell everybody when everything comes out, though. Thank you. For sure. Mm -hmm. And um, I know Sway Art, he's been on the show before as well. And he does a mm -hmm. lot of like car um, covers for yeah. um, Marvel, which is fire. He's an amazing love artist. Sway's amazing work. artist. Love yeah. Work. Shout out to Sway. Um, so before we dive into the show, those who are watching or listening, um, definitely check out the link that we posted in the chat. Interns, can y'all post it on Twitch too? Because we're also live on YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter, um, where you will have the opportunity to win a signed copy of Protectors of Wakanda. Okay. We've got mm -hmm. the, the links down below. Um, if you're like, hey, I just want to purchase it now, um, all of... Um, I want to make sure I'm saying it right. The, I'll say the blurred girls. There you go. That's fine. Yeah. And for people, just so everybody knows, which is a good problem to have, something else I haven't announced is that I'm actually um, uh, sold out. They have sold over 100,000 copies of my book, and I'm getting a second. I'm getting a second run. I'm getting a second printing. Um, oh wow, that's awesome! And so, but if but so if you want a signed copy like from me, that link that's in the chat, your copy won't ship till February, unfortunately. Okay. But if you want something signed like right now, like you bought the book and you were like, I wanted you to sign it now, I never saw you. I'm also selling book plates. And those are like where I sign and you can, it's almost like a sticker. It's exactly like a sticker actually. And it goes inside of the book. Um, and both those links, I think both those links are floating around. So yeah. I think so. I think that they've put it in the, in the chat. So we'll still do the giveaway. You just heard it 
here first, unless she announced it somewhere else, maybe second or third. But um, the signed copy that you will receive, because you can get the signed copy off of your website. And um, that's the link that we'll be using to purchase the copy. And um, that and it's sponsored by our interns, mind you, sponsored by our interns. So shout out to our interns that are sponsoring this opportunity for three people to win a signed copy. You won't get it till February, but the giveaway will still be happening now. Yes. All right. Awesome possum. All right, let's get into, let's dive into the show. The first thing I want to talk about, this is something that's definitely more personal to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Jazz, I don't know if you've seen this show. Um, Karima, I don't know if you've seen this show, but uh, it's, you know, Issa Rae's reality series, Sweet Life, Los Angeles, um, has oh. been canceled and is not re- renewed for a season. Actually, that should say season three, I believe, because they had a season two already, I believe. Mm. But um, it's I not renewed. Did, show. did you? Yeah, the I first season. Love that show. Okay, because mm-hmm. I used to watch The Hills when I was younger. I watched The oh, Beach. Awesome. <laughs> okay, well, it's okay if you didn't. But like to have our own version of like a reality TV show of like twenty somethings just doing their thing. They mm-hmm. live in LA. They have their own businesses. They're on their entrepreneurial ish. And I was just like, I am empowered by this show. And I was such a huge fan of the show. And then as I was worried with Zaslav coming in, all the switches yeah. and cuts and things. And I was surprised. I honestly thought they might cancel season two of Rap Shit. I wasn't, I wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. But they gave it a season two. I don't think they're getting a season three. I don't know if that was announced. But yeah, he's, I, none of that surprised me. Like he's, him and Gunn are cha- cl- uh, cleaning house. But Zaslav, he's got numbers right. for me. He really, mm-hmm. and it's really funny because a lot of people are like, oh, it's, he hates everybody. It's like, no, he doesn't. He just hates, It's a, it, this is one thing I will give him. He's equal opportunity hate. He doesn't just hate black people <laughs> or hate people. He hates, he hates like his whole thing is let's have everything be. And this is why I was surprised about this because he likes mm-hmm. reality shows. Right. He has but, said that. Yeah. Because it's, it, you don't have to pay writers union wages. You don't have to pay the crew union wages, except for, um, I think, camera people. You don't have to mm-hmm. pay, like, every, you definitely don't have to pay talent, like, SAG mm-hmm. wages or anything like that. So he just gets, they just, it's all advertising money. So I was surprised. I thought that would stay and rap shit would get canceled, but it was just the opposite. I and thought anything Issa Rae had was going to be safe, honestly. I was like, Issa Rae's universe should be saved. That's what I thought. I thought there was like a holy grail around it, but I think somebody will pick it up. I honestly think like, and she's even said she's not pressed. So I think like Amazon, somebody is going to pick that Mm -hmm. up. Mm -hmm. Uh, Netflix, please. Netflix. Y'all have been doing some more um, reality shows and I've been loving them. I've been loving the reality shows that they've been dropping and they've been doing weekly releases. Cause then they they cancel everything after one season. (laughs) Well, except for, um, Love is blind. That's right. <laughs> Jesus. Love is blind is going. A lot of the loved ones are going. And then even some of the like other reality shows. There's a new one that came out where the lady's like teaching manners, but she's also like helping their lives type of thing, mm-hmm. um, which I've been watching and I've been liking it. I've been liking it. Um, There's a new anime on, uh, on uh, Netflix. It's unrelated to like what we're talking about. But Wait, which one? Um, Lookism. 
Yes. Oh, oh my God. I that added it to my list. I haven't started yeah, it yet, but I added it to my list. It is. I have I binged seen... it in one night. Okay. <gasps> really? So did, yeah, so did my man. Done. And I've only seen two episodes. He's like, yo, you have to watch this. And I'm like, I well, have to get these articles done. But yes. I, I heard about the anime like a long time ago because it was made from like a webtoon. And like yes. when I found out what it was about, I was like, oh, I feel like I'm going to cry watching this because like what the character is going through is literally what I went through. Like I was. Fat. Can you give like a quick bio? Okay, for so like the, the show is basically about like this boy that's in high school and he's fat and people treat him like terribly because he's fat and like call him a pig and like bully him and all that stuff like that. And then, and he's poor too. So, and then on top of that, like he, he w- went to sleep one day and then he woke up and he was inside this new body that was like tall, like way taller than his regular body and skinny. And like, he looked like one of like, you know, the K-pop dudes and stuff like that. And he mm-hmm. was like, yo, who is this? Like looking in the mirror. And then he looks on the floor and he sees his actual body, like the fat body is on the floor sleeping. So he transfers consciousness, like from the good looking body to mm. the, the regular body, like his regular fat body. And he goes between both of them, like one during the day, like the good looking body he'll use for at school. And he gets treated completely differently from when he was in the fat body and mm. showing like how like basically society treats people different based on how they look or whatever, anything. And it's just him, like it's him, the same person in each body, but they treat him differently in both. And mm. it, it just got me. I was like, oh, I was like, I need to watch this one because that's how I felt. Like when I was like fat, like nobody like talked to me or anything like that. Mm. And I was kind of like used to that. And then like when I lost weight, it was like a whole like 180. And like the people was like, oh, mm. is this Jasmine? And then try to start treating me different. And I was like, yo, this is weird. I was like, this is weird. <laughs> I was like, this is very weird. So like when I watched the show, like I was like, oh man, I was like, they need to do that. And then I was thinking like, they need to do it from like a girl's perspective. And it looks like that's what they're going to do for season two. So I was like, oh shit. So I was like, I need to watch that. Y'all oh, know, I didn't awesome. know that they're going to do that for season two. Okay. So yeah. yeah. yeah so I was like, also, this, also this the good. animation is by Studio Mirror. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and anything what else studio- did they do? Oh gosh, I feel like they've oh, done. Of course, now that she asked me, yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> they've done so many things. That's the thing. They've done. Um, uh, well, mm. they also did Legendary Defender, but that's that's a new thing. I'm trying to think of something older. Um, I feel like they did get out of high school. Let me check. I'm almost positive. Yeah, I think I think they did. But like the oh, okay, that was a big good. one. And like it touches on like real like subjects. And I feel like it, some people won't know that this is what actually happens, like to big Oh, to Legend people. of Korra. Yeah. yeah. Legend of Korra. Oh, okay. Uh. Okay. Oh, that's beautiful <laughs> yeah. artwork. Yeah. But I like the show because like it showcases like what like bigger people like go through, like that maybe other people are not aware of. <laughs> like, and then mm. if they lose weight, then it's like they get treated differently. But that's exactly what happened to me. And that's why my circle is so small. <laughs> was is so. and was it strange? This is just a personal question. You have to answer mm-hmm. it. But when people did start treating you differently, um, bless you, whoever that was. Oh, that was yeah. <laughs> oh, bless. <laughs> um, you got a loud steez because you ain't in the roof. I know. <laughs> <laughs> when people started treating you differently, mm-hmm. um. Did you not know how to respond? Did you think people were being sarcastic? Yeah, it was almost mm. like a, it was almost like a, this is being very weird. Cause it was, it was like, I'll be talking to the same people that saw me like as I was fat. And then like, they saw me like as I was smaller. And then it would be like a completely different tone in the conversation, completely different 
Like it'll be a, a whole different demeanor as if I was a different person. And so I would sit there and pause sometimes when they would say certain things like, yo, this, you have never interacted with me like this at all. Like it's just, mm. it's just weird. Like it was like, it was like I became a person once I became smaller. Like, oh so wow. What, yeah. So wow. Wow. Um, I was just corrected, by the way. Uh, Avatar The Last Airbender, Korra, also um, the Voltron Legendary Defender. So I've just been... Mm -hmm. But Studio Mirror, it's a Korean Korean animation house. Mm. Mm. Okay. Okay. It says that people were, you know, treating you like that. And it's kind of goes to show like everybody treat people better, you know, because you never know. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing, like growing up, that's the thing. Like you never know where people are going to be in a few years. If that person's going to be like your manager, your supervisor, your Mm -hmm. boss. I've seen it. I've seen Mm -hmm. people. I've seen people go from the, the receptionist to the boss and how you treated Mm -hmm. the receptionist. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah, I right? <laughs> especially now things move very quickly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like Feige, because didn't he start in the mailroom? Something like I think that. He, Kevin maybe. Feige he started in the mailroom with at Marvel. So can you imagine? Like I w- and that's like a question I would actually ask him. And I don't know if anyone has. Like, did was there anybody that treated him poorly before Probably. he moved up the ranks? And then as he's like big things now at Marvel, like are those, those people have to look him in the eyes knowing what they've done or how I they bet you, him I past. bet you it was Perlmutter because he, from jump, even before we all knew what we knew about Perlmutter, he couldn't stand him. Mm. So mm. he knew something in the mailroom. <laughs> <laughs> the secrets, the secrets. Right. <laughs> That's funny. So RIP to, well, not RIP, rest in pause there to you Sweet life. Um, Netflix, mm-hmm. please do your girl a solid, you know, and don't cancel it. Keep it, you know, let I this be like an opening they, opportunity to get more Easter egg content on Netflix. If they do bring it back, though, I want them to focus more on the businesses, though. Like if they bring also it true, back. yeah, because I was looking for it. Like I, when I watched it, I was like, oh, that's why I watched it. Cause I was like, oh, black businesses. Let's see what's happening. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. a majority of the episodes was surrounded about like drama, about like who's seeing who and who's talking to. Because I'm like, I want to see the business. Like I want to see the business. In the second season, if you watch yeah. it, they did circle around like um, Ty, Ty's business a lot more. Mm-hmm. And you did get more into each of their business. Because her thing... Um, she ends up like branching out because there's certain things that she does mm-hmm. annually that like, I think it's the black table or black. I think it was a black table or black round table. I forgot mm-hmm. what she called it, but she did it in New York and she met, um, she was making like networking out there to make more connections and things like that to kind of broaden this. There mm-hmm. is still the drama, but it's not to the thing I do. Like it's not to the level of, like love and mind you, like. this. Thank you. There's no shades of love and hip hop, but this is Ugh. without the glass. You know what? There's always that pause, then the drink uh-huh. throws, then a launch. You know, mm-hmm. it. None of that is in this. None of that is happening. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. Have to go back and give it a watch then. Yeah. Yeah. So watch, season one is good. Season two, there is some drama, but you do get more of the businesses. There's okay. no drink throwing. There's no launching across tables. Mm-hmm. No wigs and hairs on the ground. Mm-hmm. Everybody's okay. So definitely, definitely check it out. <laughs> um, on to the next thing, which we kind of touched a little bit before we started the show, right? Um, Pokemon, Pokemon. Um, 
So <laughs> I was like, I'm looking at the title. Like, did we talk about that? No. I mean, like, I know my title was having issues, but I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the fact that Chris ain't trying to whisper it while we on live on on the mic. Hey. Right, like we had a whole private chat. <laughs> we all we were like, <laughs> oh my goodness, oh my goodness, like because I'm like right because I was like we're talking that I see me girls. I was like y'all skip like three whole topics right on this on this red show. <laughs> oh all right, God. so Ash Ketchum becomes the top Pokemon master in Pokemon Ultimate Journeys, the series, which we touched on this a little bit before the show at the fact that, my, mind you, I stopped wa- watching Pokemon when I was like younger, right? Mm-hmm. And okay, I was so surprised. I, it was just me. I felt really bad. No, no, no. Like, I, I don't no. Know. But I did think, I did already think that he'd made master. So I didn't, when he came out, I'm like, why is this news? Isn't he a master already? <laughs> yeah, when it came up with all that new animation styles, I kind of stopped watching it, but I've never stopped playing it. Like every year I play mm. Pokemon, so. Mm-hmm. But it's funny, cause I'm like, I when when the interns had brought it up, I was like, he wasn't, it's been, they said after 25 years, like this man hasn't done it yet. Like, and he, he hasn't, hasn't aged it. apparently, he's still 10. He's That's what I was gonna say. Are we gonna like years. is he though, or is it like Emmanuel Lewis where he's just got a growing problem? Like mm. he's just been saying, I look 10, so I'm gonna be 10. <laughs> is he forever. actually is he actually black and he's actually 50, but he looks right. like he's that dead. black don't crack, you know? <laughs> Some of those things be been getting out because Ellen be don't look her age. Somebody told her a secret, okay? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I like, and that's one of the things I wonder, because like 25 years. I was surprised. I was like, it didn't, it didn't happen yet? <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. I was um, surprised as well. I I am too. I am too. Like, what about his mommy and his daddy? Wait, a question I want to ask you really quick, Jazz. Mm-hmm. Has there ever been a game with Ash? I know they, like, have the mm-hmm. other, like, your own. Oh, there has been a game with Ash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which one? Uh, Like, the first earlier ones, like, yeah, I had Ash. Like, um, oh, okay. and uh, what was it? No, the early, the later ones like got like like Ash wasn't like there like and mm-hmm. it was like you're just like a like a student, um, mm-hmm. not a student. No, wait, was it in the new new oh, one? You're a student. Am I tripping? <laughs> Am I, I know in the Let new new one you're one. like. I'm, a... thinking I'm confusing it with something. No worries, no worries. <clears throat> I can hear you you typing away. Sorry. Yeah, no, 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 listen. no, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. He just looked like Ash. That's it. Mm-mm. Oh, the guy he just like Jazz made it up. <laughs> I love never how mind. I love how I love how Christine was like, Hey, so I can hear you typing. I'm like, We can hear somebody sneezing in the apartment next door. So, yes, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> my mic picks up like everything, but like, I always thought that it was Ash, and that's why I was confusing it because I always thought it was mm-hmm. Ash because to me, it looked like him in the game, but it wasn't him. Oh, okay, okay. I was wondering if he ever had like a game. Um, yeah, I thought he, I was wondering, I was wondering the fact that he, it's 25 years and I don't know, maybe he uses the right cocoa butter and that's why he looks the way he looks like the great, he's got the uh, like authentic cocoa butter. Mm-hmm. Um, cocoa anime butter. only. Okay. You said he got, oh, okay. Anime butter. only. Mm-hmm. What'd you say? What'd I you say? Jess? Late, I got it. I you got it. What, was... what did no, you say? At... Jess? Oh, I said that. No, what oh. you you said about cocoa butter—that's what I was cracking up about. Oh, that's what. Yeah, no. I was like cocoa ash butter. and cocoa butter. I get it. I was late, oh, but I got I it. I didn't even realize what I did there until you said it. <laughs> <laughs> you made it get sexy. Yeah, you made it 
vision. I see it now. I see the vision. I see it. I see it. Um, next thing on the docket, um, we were going to talk about this a few weeks ago, but we had so many things we were covering that we missed it. But um, Jan, uh, forgive me if I say this wrong, okay? Dimash? Yeah, he's French, so I'm going to go with Dimash. Okay, okay, yes. Jan Dimash will direct Blade. Um, and he also directed Lovecraft Country, which was an amazing show, okay? Starring Jonathan Majors um, and the, a beautiful cast, beautiful cast, right? Mm-hmm. Um, RIP, rest in power to, to our friend there. Um, but he's set to... <sighs> I have to take a deep breath because we know that Blade has been going through a lot of problems, okay? It has. It has. <laughs> and I'm also curious as to why Basam Tariq left. Hmm. I'm always curious. Now, I get when, because Marvel doesn't do this thing, though. When when a script changes, they just sometimes yeet the director and call it creative differences. But I don't know if that's what happened. Hmm. I had read an article that was saying that um, there was kind of some things happening where... Um, he had left because he was being asked to um, essentially, because it was more of like a rated R type of script, right? And he was asked to make it more fit for a younger audience. Um, I think there was like three action um, set pieces that he had, or they had said it can't be more than three or more than two, I believe Mm -hmm. is what it said. And then there was a thing about how much blood was in it. Man, I quit. It is belayed. Okay, when the first blade came out, they did a whole club blood coming out from the sprinklers. That was like one of the first scenes. Okay, yeah, Yeah, that was within the first five minutes of the freaking movie. Like, and Mm -hmm. it was great. And it did so great that it had two extra movies after that. So Mm -hmm. why are we trying to make it good for kiddies? Okay, because if we want to make a kid friendly vampire hunter or whatever like that, People might as well just watch Morbius because they didn't get no blood in there either. All we had was the That's blood. The, the yeah, I wouldn't. I, I, w- like, I wouldn't necessarily tell them to do that either. Not, I mean, not <laughs> unless I really don't like them. But <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I, I'm like Jesus the one, Christ. The one, the other thing that I ju- did want to point out though about Jan Demange is that um, he's been like, oh, director of Lovecraft Country. And the only thing that bothers me about that is that there were about ten different directors of like every episode a different director. And I think he directed maybe one or two episodes. He didn't direct all of them. Like Victoria Mahoney, the first black woman to direct us, like even second unit, a Star Wars movie Mm -hmm. was one of the directors. Like a lot of people didn't get. So I just took issue with the, with the Hollywood reporter thing. Like, Oh, he's the director of Lovecraft country. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. along with nine other people, but okay. (laughs) Like, but he has a a director. Right. (laughs) But he did have a, he does have a good, somebody in the chat said he is a good filmography and he does. Um, I'm not Mm -hmm. taking anything away from what he's done. I hope, I just want it to work. I want them to make Mahershala look really good. I need to see quality vampire incisors. I need that. I would like to see a Wesley Snipes cameo. I would Mm -hmm. like acknowledgement of his daughter that he don't know he has, I would, I would like, but I, I know I'm asking a lot. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I I do want that they quit this mindset of, oh, let's make it for kids or make it fit for kids because that's, you know, kids already exist, right? It's, but like, you know, but, they've got a lot so, of content already. But somebody, uh, somebody else in the comments said it, like Ryan Reynolds, 
like running around. Like, I mean, Deadpool is a little different. It just mm -hmm. became part of the MCU technically. I mean, I don't know. I there, there isn't a lot of blood. There is a lot of violence. So I guess they're okay with it's very like, gory. Weapons. But yeah, but they don't want to see like buckets of blood, I guess, which is weird because it in okay, so like with if if that's their mindset, right? Like Deadpool didn't have a lot of blood, but it it's had a lot of dismemberment, it had a lot of vulgar jokes. Um I, I feel like not with... just vulgar jokes. I I will never forget seeing Deadpool one in theaters. And it was mm. like, I don't remember, it was like Easter weekend or something crazy. And this family sat in front of me and they brought little kids. I'm like, did y'all not, do you all not know what this is? And I couldn't enjoy the movie because I'm seeing the kids reacting to when um, his girlfriend gave, uh, I'm sorry, he gives his girlfriend or his girlfriend shows up with the dildo. Oh, yes. That was for was, International Women's, uh, uh, what, their celebration for that, right? Yes. Right. And I was and I was just like, and, and the kid is like, what is that? And I'm looking at the mother. I'm like, y'all did this. Why did you bring your children here? Why? So <laughs> <laughs> that was very uncomfortable. Not them having to explain, what is this? <laughs> so we got to this conversation a little faster than we thought. Like It was really, really, I couldn't enjoy the movie. I had to go back and watch it a second time because I was so worried about other people's children. <laughs> It's like if you remember what they look like and they like on social media talk about how they were traumatized by that. You're like, I was there. I was behind you when this happened. I witnessed your trauma. I'm here for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, it's. No, no, no. I these were like little they... kids, though. I just want to be clear, clear. Like there was like a three year old. Oh, like, no. a <laughs> they see and they are sponges. I have a four-year-old, right? And once they can verbalize their sponginess, yeah. it's it's all over. They're That's they true. like it's all over. And it it the things that they repeat, they see everything. And even if you don't think that they've seen it, they have seen it. And it mm -hmm. it will come up later in okay, unexpected ways. <laughs> to figure out negative. Uh, but yeah, yeah that a, was I I didn't I, you know older than that I know everything's on TV but the the little I was like isn't that a babe like are they out of three year olds aren't in diapers no but they were young enough <laughs> at to, the beginning they can be like maybe pull ups or something like that but yeah. as I yeah. just thought it was I again I'm not judging somebody else's family but I right we're not but they <laughs> definitely had to have conversations that night for sure um, <laughs> I wonder so we did have a switch in Bob's right. Mm -hmm. I wonder how the new, like, Bob, well, it's old but new, Bob Iger is going to take the helm and um, hopefully allow them to freely do what they need to do. I think this construct of make it fit for kids really needs to be removed because kids are not taking themselves to the theaters. It's the adults taking them there. Kids yeah. are not paying for Disney+. Plus. It's the adults playing, paying for it. So... Um, they have the parks. They have so much content on Disney Plus. They don't need this movie. Make it for adults. Make it amazing. Mm -hmm. You know, have us spend a lot of money. All right. I want to go yeah, with I my $52 movie ticket and concession of popcorn and Butterfingers. And here's mm -hmm. the thing. I don't understand, you know, it, just of all the movies that you're going to say, like, make it for kids. Blade is not that movie. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of other movies that are coming out on the docket that, you know, mm -hmm. Ant-Man and the Wasp 3. Like, yeah. Yeah. Kids. But Blade is not the one I would 
excuse the turn of phrase, follow my sword for, for mm-hmm. trying to make it for kids. Like, just make the movie and make it good. Right. That's yeah. all we want. And I feel like the it- problem is, too, that, like, it's not necessarily, I feel like the main reason why they might be trying to, like, move everything towards, like, kid-friendly, even though they have a side for Disney kids and not Disney kids, yep. is because they're trying to sell merchandise, which mainly is toys. And if they could make kids buy toys of this thing then that makes more money for them so if it's yeah okay but what are they gonna buy they're gonna buy like five swords it's still like yeah you still have to make Mm -hmm. your swords kids friendly so they don't take each other's eyes out yeah (laughs) this is a lot i see what you're saying this is a lot that we have to do to fit for kids right like this is not that movie because you got what swords throwing stars then you've got that uh i can't remember what the the bladed weapon is that's like katana. Three, it's not a katana. It's got it's like a it's like a circle and it's got like three. Oh, um, shuriken. That like how are we? <laughs> you know how do we do that? <laughs> For kids, just stick to Ant Man and and Captain America and all the things. <laughs> this I, is a wild I, statement, but I I'm gonna put it here because <laughs> like <laughs> For those who are listening exactly. on our audio podcast jazz i'll have you read it <laughs> oh okay it says you know i'm not gonna say this hard i was going to fuck them kids i'm paying to see vampires rip into people's necks and i am fully supportive of this statement yes, I, yes. your kids can't watch it because they're too little leave them at home don't somebody, don't bring them somebody said this new blade is gonna make blade trinity look awesome honey my gro- <laughs> my grocery list could make blade trinity look awesome that was not a good movie blade trinity. yeah we're not talking about that and you know what? You i haven't just, seen it is it really that bad because yeah, everyone i've talked zero. about it hates it because well the other reason why it was bad was because um Wesley Snipes wasn't allowed to produce it and he and the director fought a lot. So there's a lot of patchwork. It's it's a Blade movie with very little Blade in it. Mm -hmm. And I just was like, okay. But I didn't pay to see Ryan Reynolds and Justin Timberlake's wife run around. I didn't... I'm not here for that. Mm. You know what would also be amazing? Is if they could pull in Boucher Wright out of retirement. The sister that was... She's the love interest in Blade 1. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't know actors' names. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> no, but when you said her name, I was like, oh, okay. Well, when you explained who she was, I was like, okay, yeah. yes. That's what yes. I mean. Like, and that's why I said out of retirement because we really haven't seen her since. In a long, long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Well, our fingers are crossed. Hopefully with the change in Bob's, um, the beginning of the year, we should, I'm going to say maybe beginning to spring, we should probably get more new information on the direction that Disney is going to be taking on things. Once he has had time to settle into back into his position and the holidays are gone. So I just thought it was really funny how he was like, yeah, that was a choice. I'm sorry, y'all, because he picked his his successor. So he was like, yeah, I'm coming back. y'all. I'm sorry. (laughs) <laughs> we all make mistakes we yeah. all make mistakes i just like, i we just not... really wanted a vacation and y'all wouldn't give me one so <laughs> so i had to quit but now i'm back and i like yeah because we we saw the the actions that chapek was doing but when he had verbalized that statement and i quote our audience put their kids to bed after watching pinocchio and then they go to bed and they're not watching a cartoon or animation i was like you clearly 
do not know your base. You do not know the people that are paying for Disney Plus. And also, you don't know whoever came up with the decision to buy the rights, the streaming rights for Bleach, because that is not for kids. So, hello. I digress. They, they don't know. They just are saying, oh, anime, we've got to get that because they're beating us in all the animation. It's like, yes, because they're anime. It's, it's not kiddish. It's not, it's not for kids. Yeah, it's not, right. heard, anime because they not heard, because they somebody heard that like, oh, yeah, Ichigo, Kurosaki Ichigo is in high school. It's like, yes. <laughs> like Ash, she's been in high school for like 30 years. But that's yeah. that's that's not what we're dealing with. I mean, this I love this new Bleach, but I'm an old school Bleach fan. So oh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sad about some of the deaths, but I'm thinking they're coming back. I mean, one of them, I'm like, he's got to come back. I don't believe any of this. Wait, hold on. I'm only two episodes in. Hold up. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm just saying there are some I'm deaths. I'm two episodes that I like into it. the new season. I'm like, wait, okay, hold well, up. Well, if you go binge the season, I need you to have water and I need you to take breaks. No, I know because the first two, the first two episodes got me like, yo, y'all not playing this time. They are not playing. Like, y'all not oh, playing. Oh, wow. Because at first, like the old Bleach, like, you know, you got to, you kind of got to move with these characters. And this yes. new season <laughs> is going yeah. No, it is. They're, they're definitely trying to introduce a new crew for a new, but I was like, y'all are moving awfully quickly. I'm not yes. sure I like Byakia's new design because I miss his little hair folded oh, thing, mm -hmm. but we'll get, that's for another discussion. Yeah. <laughs> is it a, so I'll ask this because I haven't seen Bleach at all, right? I still have to, it's on my docket, but I'm, oh, I'm moving right. through things. Um, but did they sw switch um, studios? The studios, is it a different studio doing it now? Uh, I think so. It looked like it. Hey, I sure. believe so, but I will I'll sure. check that. I don't think it is, but I'll find out. Um, it, but the animation is fire. It's phenomenal. Okay, because I know, like, like One Punch Man, right? It started with one studio that did it, then somebody else had done season two. I heard Mappa's getting it for season three, so I'm super excited because mm -hmm. Mappa or Mappa, however you pronounce it, um, they are. They are great animation studio. Like That's I'm, amazing. Studio. I'm almost positive that Mappa did it to begin with. Let me just let me just see. It's the same studio for Bleach. Yeah, it's the right. Same studio. Because they also okay. did Perot, and I'm almost positive that that's the same. Yeah, it's still it's still the same studio. What we did see though was young animators grow with that franchise. Um, oh wow! And uh. So yeah, I'm almost positive it's still with them, but I'm sure somebody in the in the chat yeah. will. I saw me if I I'm saw wrong. this. Hold on, this made me no, this made me think of something because um RDC after the news came out about one punch getting to, <laughs> to oh, no, um Mappa, RDC RDC had done a skit, which was hilarious about you know, Mappa workers needing a break. So if you haven't checked it out, I don't know if it's on YouTube, but I know it's on social media, so definitely check it out. It was a I was laughing a lot. I'm like, I know this sucks and I do want you guys to get a break, but I'm so happy you guys are getting one punch because I love the anime and I'm excited. I just hope that they're dividing the work between everyone at a good like a good way so that people mm -hmm. do get breaks and not are they're not like hopping from anime to anime to anime because they are killing it like it's like so many animes yeah, chainsaw just came just started right chainsaw man yeah. mm -hmm. yes chainsaw oh my god that's so good mm. it's so good yeah oh, but talk about bloody what hello yeah oh i've i've I've, I've, i think it. i'm a few episodes in. i think like maybe up to four 
I still have to like I have to jump back in because I wanted to kind of binge a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But yeah, even like episode one, you just it just starts with like gore. It's very mm-hmm. gory. Um, moving on to the next thing, something that the interns, I guess, wanted to talk about earlier. Mean Girls is going to be rebooted as a musical. So they're going to no. have a cinematic release. The Broadway musical adaptation of Mean Girls is set to hit screens soon on Paramount+. Plus. Um, I heard that. No. What, what, talk to me. Talk to me. <laughs> Look I at just, your face. I just, well, I'm just trying to figure. Well, okay. So we've heard that. So MAPPA. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're like I'm done with this. Let's go. No, because I don't understand who asked for this. Also, but also <laughs> just a just a little tidbit. Um, Chainsaw Man is also animated by Mappa, so they are not yeah. getting any kind of sleep right now. Um, but yeah, yeah I don't yeah, I don't know who asked for this. I don't know who asked for this. I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't mean my face to be like that. I'm sorry, but it's just like. Okay, like I know, like in the movie, there was that scene where they did the little jingle bell rock and it was cute, like when it did mm-hmm. it on the stage. We mm-hmm. don't want the whole movie to be like that. Like, we don't mm-hmm. want the whole movie to be like that. I personally hate musicals, even though I love music to death. I hate musicals because I feel like it just brings so much corniness to whatever is happening. Like, it'll just be oh, like, no. sad, it'll be like, they'll just be like sitting there just talking, oh my God, what happened to you today? And then here comes the music. And then they're like, well, I'm feeling sad. Wait, but this is what's funny about this. Like, well, this is what's like, funny oh about this. God. Jazzy, Jazzy, you really like anime though, right? Yes, I do. So what I find really funny about this and I, is that you don't like musicals, but uh-uh. you love, I'm sure, anime opens and closes, which are very corny. Uh-uh. <laughs> Some of them can be extremely corny. Some of them can be very corny. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're not. No, they're not. Uh-uh. See, with anime, right? Like, with anime intros and stuff, like, they have, like, different tones and different, like, feelings. They of, like, do, and I love them. Like, the I love and them. Everything like that. And, like, they're just they're just kind of just doing visuals. Like, they're not really trying to tell me the whole story in, in the intro. They might put some, like, uh, Some do. Spoilers. Some do. So that's you don't know the yeah. no, 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 spoiler. One. No spoiler, but. Right, right, <laughs> you right. Saw, you saw Jujutsu Kaisen, right? Yeah. Okay, so the little dance number at the in the in no, the I like that. That was a cool like animation. That. Yeah, because okay. that's something different that you really didn't see, like in anime, like endings. You never see them dance like that and stuff, okay. like in the in the outro. So I thought that was cool. But like I'm talking mm-hmm. about, like in the episode, like in episode okay. story, they don't just be sitting there talking and then all of a sudden they start singing and then randomly stop and then go back to talking. Like, I feel like that is just so So unrealistic. So High School Musical was not your jam? Not at all. Everybody loved it. Stand high school like, musical. Okay. That's why I brought this up. I'm not a big high school musical fan either, but I I just where am I pointing? This way. I just didn't think she, I I knew the only thing that made me even was. glance at that movie was Corbin Blue at the time because I had a yes. crush on him. Corbin and Blue, not no more. He kind of uh kind of not. No oh more. yeah, it's yeah. it's yeah. He he because they also have the show right, which yeah. I've been watching the show. Okay, which I've never cut. And when on the him on the show, I'm like oi oi. Yeah, he was like okay. one of those people. You know what's really funny? There's people that are like awkward looking as kids and then grow up to be like stunning, like mm-hmm. Neville Bottom. But and then there's people who are like really cute as kids. The opposite, and they grow yeah. up and you're like, wow, that didn't. Okay. It didn't grow with him. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, okay, so like there's the Corbin Blue thing. Like he was so cute when he was young. I love the hair, he like everything. So then he now washed. 
he does look tired like he needs a little nap which is cool you know get your nap you know he honestly Um, just looks like he needs a black woman he looks like he needs a black woman to moisturize his skin to do his hair (laughs) i just don't think anybody black is doing his hair i just i'm sorry You heard it here first, folks, or second or third, unless you said this anywhere else, okay? The other thing is, so the opposite is like Kevin Jonas, okay? Let's give Kevin Jonas his flowers, because when he was younger, no one was talking about Kevin, okay? No one was talking about Kevin. You said I still talk about (laughs) But now, I'm like, okay, Kevin, I see you, I see you, so it's like a split. People in the chat talk about Cheetah Girls. See now, Cheetah Girls works because they were actually it still works. Group that was their whole thing. Who yeah. Cheetah Girls? That's they were also actually true. performing. I Music think. Yeah, I think the group came first. Job. Right. Then the group came first and they come together to be a singing group. So that's why I don't mm-hmm. care about the singing and music in the, in the movie because that's what they mm-hmm. did. Now, right, right. with a random thing like where they're mean girls and they're just being mean and having attitudes in school then breaking out in the song don't sound right to me. That does sound weird. <laughs> so, so really quick. So Mean Girls was a movie that came out and then after the success, well, way, 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 like decades after the success of the movie, they had a Broadway iteration. So they have a Broadway version of Mean Girls that I think is still um, uh, performing. I, I don't want to yeah, say touring. airing because it's no, like I a it's thing. Touring, yeah. Touring. Mm-hmm. So they have a Broadway version. So I guess I think what it is is that Mean Girls is timeless, right? Everyone loves Mean Girls. So I think they were like, okay, they can't do the the mindset of doing another Mean Girls, like Mean Girls 2. Well, actually, they did do a Mean Girls 2 and that didn't, I saw it. Mean Girls 2 didn't really hit like Mean Girls did. And um, it came out it, way, way later as well. I think they just want to capitalize on it. So they're like, hey, the Broadway version, we're going to take that and make that a movie. Or how about we just get another story? Yeah. Like, I'm just musical. So that I'm we really tired. How about that? I'm just really <laughs> tired of them rebooting older stuff. And I like the older stuff, mm-hmm. but like everything. I mean, no. unless it's unless it's Octavia Butler. I'm gonna need y'all to stop going into the into the back into the '90s and re- redoing everything. And I feel like the directors and everybody like this in Hollywood doing all these reboots are not understanding is that the reason why these movies were so great in the in the old times, whatever you want to call it, you know what? Because it's it's like it's not like super old, but you know what I'm saying. But like the originals, like they were mm-hmm. originals that ended up being great. They weren't something that came from something and came from something else and got reboot. Some some well, actually no, we had some reboots like Freaky Friday, but like other stuff. Right, like, Freaky Friday was yeah. like redone, redone, redone. Yeah, it was redone like <laughs> like, like crazy. But we had that. a lot of original movies that were already good because they were mm-hmm. original. We liked their original story. And mm-hmm. they're trying to just basically do cash grabs now and not make any new ones and be like, oh, this kicked off in the past, so let's just do it again for this new generation. Like, no. Like, make something for them to enjoy. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, like... Uh, and I'm not gonna lie. In we've because we've had conversations like this on the podcast before, right? With like mm-hmm. um, the, when the news broke about uh, Kenya Barris doing a Wizard of Oz type of thing, right? That he was planning mm-hmm. to do, right? And like we have all these people that are rebooting stuff, and I, 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 I am tired of it. Like I do like representation, right? I'm for representation, and when you're like, hey, 
there was a story that existed. It had a lot of white people when it came out. And I want to do a version that showcases black people in that role. Cause that's something I could see myself as I, I can get that. I can understand that. But that, I will say But that right there, what you just said, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but that no, 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 right no. there is part of the thing to me. It's like, because it was white before let's make it black. And I feel like they're getting pushed through because the white executives understand it. They're like, oh, I know that story. I know how it ends. Yeah, let's do that. We can put some black people in there as opposed mm-hmm. to let's get some of this original programming like what Issa Rae and, and a lot of people mm-hmm. are doing. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying Ken- Kenya Barris doesn't do anything original, although I am tired of everything being another ish. But I, <laughs> I was, like, everything I'm has for to- the ishes and the swirls. I know people were upset about um, the which I went to add that to the docket. Um, the um, you people movie, right? Yeah. When which side note, like that got a oh, okay, Jazz. I see your face. So you what people, it's a movie. I've never heard of that. <laughs> oh, no, it's a movie it's- by Kenya Barris and Jonah Hill, but it's essentially kind of like Guess Who. If you ever say, "Guess Who" by Bernie yeah, it, Mac, it with really Ashley is. But sort Blaise of reverse because uh, isn't Eddie Murphy and who plays Eddie Nia Long. wife? Nia Long. Nia Long. Mm-hmm. The parents. Yeah. Right. It's, and it's called You People. It's called You People. So Jonah Hill in the the little teaser that you got to see, Jonah Hill is talking to Eddie Murphy and Nia Long, who are the parents of Lauren London in this movie where um, he is essentially talking to them about how he wants to marry their daughter. And I think they're sitting in the middle of a Roscoe chicken and waffles. So basically, Jazz, the you people are the white people, not the black people. Oh, that's why I was like, hold on. That's what I'm saying. Jazzy's not going to fix her face until she hears that it's not the black people and not you people. The you people are the white people. Oh, the white people, yeah. Because he makes a comment. Right. He makes a comment, so you just come here to eat our food and take our women, and that's what Eddie Murphy says to Jonah Hill. Oh, okay. So, yeah, and it is. It's a guess who, guess who's coming into It's all the way back to Sidney Poitier. still kind of a remake. But, um... It's going to be on Netflix. It's funny. I need to see if I have screeners for that so that I can. It's going to be. Yeah, it's going to be on Netflix. It's coming out in January, I believe. Um, And I actually am looking forward to it because I love Eddie Murphy. I think he's hilarious. And then seeing Nia Long in it as well. There was an outrage that came from it. People were like, oh, upset about Kenya. He's making their quote is Swirl Baby, where it's like a mixed child type of thing. Uh, like that'll eventually come. Some people were upset because Nia Long and Eddie Murphy were the parents to Lauren London, who is light skin but maybe mixed i think i learned she was mixed through this is she actually mixed i don't know she she just i just always thought she was light skin however people are upset and in arms about it i think that like he's writing from his story his experience because his wife was mixed his children are are light skin yeah. i think that that's 100 percent fine leave it alone this however i can agree with you guys we don't need to have the reboot of the reboot. This is kind of like, you know, when some of those Google translate videos that people make where they're like, mm-hmm. oh, I translate it in 50 languages and I translate it back to English. And here's what the phrase is. And it's all different. I yeah. think that this is what this reboot is right here. That yeah. actually is a very good uh, uh, analogy. Also, Lauren London um, is mixed, but I can, mm-hmm. I can see the confusion. Her yeah. mother's black and her father is Jewish, but he's Ashkenazi Jewish and they are dark. Mm, like okay. they are like you know Odette Fair the actor Odette Fair uh, do you remember the mummy? what was he in? you remember the oh, mummy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. the guy with yes. the tattoos on his face mm-hmm. that was everybody thinks he's Indian he's not he's Israeli mm. 
that that okay. kind of dark. Okay. So Lauren London looks black because I mean, and there's mm -hmm. also black Israelites, not the ones that yell and scream at you. I'm talking about real black folks. <laughs> <laughs> she said, "Not yay, okay." <laughs> <laughs> but like people who are of African descent who are Israeli, you know, right, Israeli. right. We everywhere is the point I'm trying to make. So yeah, I get, we everywhere. I get the argument, but it's it's still not not for her. I think there's other mm -hmm. people that we should be yelling and screaming about. I just right. it, it, Kenya Barris has found his note, and he's like you said, just gonna keep playing it until the piano breaks. Mm -hmm. but and I think that it's it's gonna break. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, well, I think it actually did break for some people because Black AF was the show that he did, and people were in uproar about that. But my thing is like. If you're like, okay, you're tired of seeing mixed kids and that's your your point of view, that's that's one thing. I don't think that's truly fair because everybody does. I still stand, we need our representation, right? However, if you look at the span of TV, right, and television, he has employed so many Black actors and created so many Black names, you know? We've got our, our beloved princess, who is now the youngest executive, I believe, Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, the youngest executive, Marseille, Marseille, Martin. Marseille. Yeah, and she also, yeah, she has a, and she has a movie out. Actually, I got a fantasy football. That. Yep, which yeah. is very, very cute. Uh, somebody said Kenya is the mixed Tyler Perry. Oh my God. I'm yeah. So that's now. that's my this is my sentiment on like the whole thing because like <laughs> I could see it, but it's just like this is my opinion, and I don't know if anybody else feels this way. Like okay. I love that like Tyler Perry and like Kenya, like they're giving opportunities to Black people like for employment and everything, and lifting their face and putting them in the realm so that they could be seen, which I mm -hmm. fully fully support a hundred percent. My thing is. That if we're going to be put out there, can we actually have stories and things that are original and things that are not just washed, repeated things over and over again? Like with and and with better stories that represent us too, because like with Tyler Perry, a lot like he's provided a lot of opportunities, but I'm not a fan of the opportunities then being like you being cast into a role where the woman has to get beat or she has to be a drug addict or she has to be cheated on or she has to be like, like, it's just like a whole bunch of not good positions. Relationship being, struggles. Yes, that we are being yeah. put into. And I'm tired of seeing mm -hmm. that. Like, why can't no, we have stories that are no, you're right. uplifting it, instead of showing, especially Black women, having to go through the gutter to get saved and lifted up later? Like, why do we have to, like, why? Like, No, I, I, I completely agree. And I also think that um, there's a lot of black men that write those, but I'll, I'll we'll get back to that. Um, but I, it, the other thing is, I think also about the mixed situation. It's not so much, oh, we don't want to see any shows about mixed kids. This is my perspective. Mm -hmm. I think it's more of there's a lot of darker skin actors that still are not getting mm -hmm. their mm -hmm. due. And I was really happy to see W.I. Irene in Riches, actually, the entire Riches cast. I am excited about because they all chocolate brown people because it, <laughs> it's basically a Nigerian family. But what I mm -hmm. also like is that Debbie Ayurinde is a really, really good actress. And but when they put her in them, mm -hmm. them was one of those shows like Jazzy mentioned where mm -hmm. I'm the things that this woman went through. Mm -hmm. And it's I funny couldn't watch the show. I was fine until episode four and then I had to shut it off. And what was really aggravating was I was a member of the press and I got to interview everybody about it and they wouldn't give the press anything past episode three because they knew. 
So we're out there praising the show. And then when it drops, I got people in my DMs like, how could you like this? And I'm like, I swear, I only saw up till episode three. I Uh did not know. So like Hollywood knows what they're doing. And so that's, you know, I, I, I think it's both. Let's stop with the trauma porn Mm -hmm. as well as let's Uh start casting truly diverse, like black people are darker skin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Darker skin, you know, queer actors, uh, differently mm-hmm. abled actors. Like, come on, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's the other issue. I do wish that, and this is where, because I, I can, I feel like these are both extremely fair points, right? Completely mm-hmm. fair and completely understandable points. I think the problem we have, and this is more into the social media bag, is the outrage and the outpour. And it's not... Um, communicated like this, right? It's no. not communicated you like, hey, this Twitter. is my problem. This is my problem. Yeah. Uh, well, they, I mean, if they took the time on Twitter, they could type this up and type it, you know, and put a, a thread. thread. You're right. Well, I heard it about and, to get 4,000 characters. So 4,000. Okay. So then the 4,000 yeah. characters, characters that come, they could type yeah. that. Yeah. So no more, no more twit longers. This is going to be <laughs> that one <laughs> or thing. threads. Yeah. You know, you could put it in there. But, um, I, and I do wish that it wasn't this quick to, hey, let's bash, 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 outpour, right? Because when you frame the whole picture together, the, because like I said, uh, prefacing, the arguments that you guys make are extremely fair, right? Mm-hmm. We're, we, we're done with the struggles. We're done with the, oh, we're Black people and people hate us type of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Or the, hey, relationships can suck to physical, uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, statures, right? Um, and we want newer, we want different stories or stories that more of us can be a fan of. That being said, the outpour on Twitter, what ends up happening is that like things like this, right? I get that this is kind of like a wash through of guess, guess who, right? The um, mm-hmm. You People movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, however, it's like the outpour, it, because the outpour, Black AF got canceled, right? And wasn't renewed and black af was such a great show and i love the topics he brought up in regards to black conversations and you know mm-hmm. bringing that to a stage and a platform that he has access to kind of using and elevating these conversations that need to be had mm-hmm. and that got closed down because people were upset and didn't eloquently not i'm not going to use the word eloquently because that is very cringe to say about how we talk about ourselves type of thing Mm -hmm. but since it wasn't communicated like what you were saying like hey we would like to see more darker skin it was Mm -hmm. like oh f kenya cancel kenya cancel kenya that show's done those workers those kids they're out right Mm -hmm. a lot of people lost their jobs because of that Mm -hmm. and he has some people the argument that came up oh he should have done it like shonda rhimes which that's kind of effed up because he has employed way more black actors and i love shonda okay yeah but shonda Shonda did a different thing shonda shonda's trajectory was i'm going to embed black and queer and other characters in. in in white shows right until i get enough money to do my own black show which is what she was able to do with how how to get away with murder Mm-hmm. Um, even though a lot of people look at, um, um, oh my God, the woman, the president, um, scandal, scandal, people look at scandal. Like, oh, that was a black show. Mm, it really wasn't. It no, was really no, more it wasn't. of, it was really more of Grey's Anatomy. 
that type of Milan, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so, and even with Scandal, like she was looked as the side chick, right? To the president. Yes, and her exactly. father was looked at as a criminal. The black senator that she had a relationship looked like a dodo. The yeah. black representation wasn't amazing. And it. it was a great show, fire show. The black res- representation wasn't, that wasn't the black rep show. No, it wasn't. Mm -hmm. So that's so when it's apples and oranges, when you say he should do what she does. And I'm not again, I'm not saying Shauna Ryan did anything wrong. Now she's doing what she does. She can do whatever she wants. Mm -hmm. But she her trajectory was different also because she is a black woman. Her trajectory Mm -hmm. was different. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm not again. I just and maybe that is the reason why Kenya does do sort of the same model in different ways, like you said, because he mm-hmm. knows it's going to get picked up and then he can't employ more people. I right. mean, but the same argument here, look, most of what kind of forever was shot in Tyler Perry's studios, which is amazing, but we couldn't, but at the same time, we couldn't have done that if he hadn't had Medea be so successful. And I'm not a Medea fan, but right. so I do think the two things can exist at the same time. I'm not it's their journeys. Right. So mm-hmm. I think that I don't think Kenya should have been canceled. And I don't think it's an either or. I think it should mm-hmm. be an and. But unfortunately, instead of and, we know, and, and this is the other thing, it's all about money. Mm-hmm. Advertisers see anybody... Look, they could have spelled Kanye's name backwards in an email and it's Kenya and oh, let's get rid of him. Like there's that's how that's how scared people are of being canceled right mm-hmm. now or somebody calling them racist. So it's mm-hmm. just it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Like that show, mm-hmm. you're right, should not have been canceled. And I wish people would have been more eloquent or took to medium or took to, but they don't. And because a lot mm-hmm. of it, a lot of unfortunately, a lot of the clout chasing right now is through hate. I've said it before. If you want to get your numbers up on social media, start screaming at a black woman. That's literally mm. how they're doing it now. It's so sad. It's so sad. Really it's so sad. true. But it is that that <laughs> like it, my anime moment internally, like I sat like this, but internally I was like, ah, and like a dagger went through me. You know, like with the anime stab scene, they're like black and the background's white and you just see the like the uh, that sucks. Do better, people. Do freaking better. <laughs> Yeah. And it it comes down to writing, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of We writing, need more of us in the ethos. We need more of yes, us in the writing more, rooms. And- yeah, we need more of us in the writing room, more of us in the executive positions to hire those writers. More listen, what Misha Green was able to pull off with Lovecraft Country, I don't think people understand how groundbreaking that show was. Empowering that, that show is. But but that show probably couldn't have done what it did had Luke Cage not broke Netflix in 2016. Mm-hmm. Because that was also the, the that was a previous all black writers mm-hmm. room, mm-hmm. and so they had again Hollywood has to have precedence so that they got oh okay yeah maybe black people are like can put butts in seats yeah. yeah I think it's wild that like it's been confirmed time and time again that studio execs were like shied away from projects with a heavily black cast because their mindset was that black people don't sell movies and can't get butts in seats in theaters. And that's crazy to say when our culture is being stolen every day. But hello? It's funny. Well, because their concept right. is their concept <laughs> is that they can do it better. It's like spices. They think they can take our stuff and spices is and the least thing that they can do. Listen, they but they don't know that. They don't know that. They think their food tastes great. Um the <laughs> but the thing the thing that I also think is just fascinating about the the entire um conversation that we're having is that if there were more things to look at we could say ah i'm not that crazy about that 
I'm more, I'm, I'm happier about this. Like, like I'm music. not watching that. Right. Like music. Exactly. exactly. And that's the thing I give about like hip hop. And that's why I, I would say like, this would be like the, we could wrap this up and then move on to the, our, our next thing. But that's one of the things that I mentioned in regards to how we as a culture look at content, because when mm -hmm. it comes to hip hop, we are dominating. We dominate hip hop, right? So mm -hmm. if you like, oh, F this person, you like want a finger warrior and cancel that one rapper. There's a bunch of other rappers that are black that will get you know rise up in fame rise up in revenue rise up in 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 success and so it's so that i feel like is more okay right not that you should just cancel people just because but i feel like it's less damaging for us whereas when it comes to movies and tv shows and things like that there aren't that many of us in there so if we're gonna cancel a project we should make sure it's content okay that stuff should be canceled mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. anything that is like um you know, that bashes and brings us down, that literally bashes and brings us down, that content we can. But other than that, I think we should support more of our content and, you know, not be like, hey, rise up the sword against different things because we they're lighter or darker than we wanted them to be. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, so Mean Girls Reboot, I, I was going to ask you guys, you know, thumbs up, thumbs down, but clearly it's a thumbs down, so we don't even have to... <laughs> we don't even have to Sorry, you leave it at home. Leave it on the drawing board. Don't let it come out. Let it stay in your dreams. No, that's that's okay. That's okay. Do it at home. Perform it at home. <laughs> Perform it on at Christmas. Yep, on Christmas in front of your family at the Christmas tree. Perform it right there because we don't want to see it. So <laughs> that's hilarious. Well, Jazz has to leave. Um, yes. Bye, Jazz. Thanks for coming through. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Nice talking to you. <laughs> yes, I'll be here next time. I just have to go do something. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. No worries. You have a good night. Right. Bye, y'all. Um, bye. So moving on, um, we'll jump into DC, the DCEU or DCU. I saw some article titles uh, say as well. Like, I don't know if it's going to be shifting into that or what have you. Yeah, but we we have a lot. So the DCEU is dead. This is said as a statement, but we'll put a question mark to it. Right. Is the DCEU, you know, dead? Um, there there are so many different articles, so many things that happened over the past couple of days with Wonder Woman, um, different articles. And this is where I guess it's hard to get the clear truth. Some articles say that um Patty Jenkins walked away from Wonder Woman 3 because um, she refused to make the changes or no, that she didn't like the suggestions that they gave for the third movie. And then some people were saying that um, it was decided by executives not to do the third movie because they want to take the whole DCEU in a different direction. So it's kind of not 100 percent clear. Sense. But that right. makes more sense. I mean, think. All right, so don't think of the of DC for a second. Just think of a, a a think of layoffs. Think of a bunch of people being laid off, and then a company, a new boss coming in. Right, mm -hmm. the new boss at the executive level always brings all of their own people. Right, they right. Usually fire most of the middle management so they can have mm -hmm. people that they trust and have middle management in there. So. It didn't surprise me. One, they got to make these numbers. Two, um, James Gunn is now sort of their Kevin Feige. Their Kevin Feige, yeah. Exactly. To make. So I, I think when we hear the DCEU is dead, it's because the DCEU, as it was defined before, was defined mm -hmm. by Snyder. Mm 
Snyder, Snyder verse, yeah. and all that. The Snyderverse is dead because it lost them millions of dollars. And I said this before. I said, if y'all want to get mad at why they canceled Batgirl, go find Snyder because they lost so much money. That decision, the Snyderverse cost them money. And because remember the whole controversy with the bots that came out? The bots? No, wait, what? Yeah, like um, it was, I feel tell like us, it was September. Us. No, it was the summer. So basically, Warner Brothers basically explained that tons of fake accounts and bots were created to fuel the Snyder Cut online army. Most of them weren't real. There was a small amount, a small vocal minority that were real, but there was huge amounts of bots who that wow. fueled the concept of, oh, this movie needs to be made. They Now, I don't, Snyder didn't have anything to do with Morbius. But it's yeah. a similar technology that they said got Morbius back into theaters. Fans didn't want that movie. It was bots that were created to put it back to theaters because everybody knew Morbius was crap when it went in. So mm -hmm. uh, there's a Rolling Stone article. I feel like it was July, might have been August, but you can Google like Snyder Cut bots and you can find mm -hmm. tons of articles about this. So I'm not talking about the quality of the film. The, mm -hmm. the cut that he gave was oh, it, it was okay. It was long. It was a director's cut of something. We did it was before. long. That but is like, for sure. And I, it I took just, me two days to watch. <laughs> to watch but I, I didn't like the way he worked and shot Gal Gadot compared to how Patty Jenkins shot her. She looked stronger and more powerful and more mm -hmm. believable in that mm -hmm. movie. I mean, it's just a different lens. But mm -hmm. I'm not talking about creative. We're talking about money. And mm -hmm. that decision and the other decision of HBO and Warner Brothers to do at the, in, during the pandemic to say, hey, first releases will also hit the streaming service at the same time. And we were all like, Netflix and chill, HBO Max and chill. I'm not leaving the house every Friday. I'm right. seeing a movie. You know what I mean? Right. So mm -hmm. that did not translate. Those two things cost them a lot of money. And mm -hmm. so the that... They've been trying to recoup ever since. Mm -hmm. James Gunn has to come in. At, when uh, Zaslav came in, he was like, Santa versus dead. James Gunn came in and said, yes, it's dead. I'm not saying that I'm not doing something with the characters, but it's not going to be what you thought. We're not getting a second, third, fourth version of this. Mm -hmm. That's why he went on Twitter and said, tell me what DC character movie you think should get a movie. And I screamed at him about Green Lantern. but um, <laughs> <laughs> And so... But the, the, the point I'm trying to make is it's not strange. He's a new boss. He's coming in. He's cleaning house. He's mm -hmm. bringing his new people. Granted, there's going to be other stuff that comes out later. If he wants right. Patty Jenkins back on the next Wonder Woman that he's going to do, he'll bring her back. I'm not worried mm -hmm. about Patty Jenkins not working. But mm -hmm. the whole concept of, oh, the whole thing is dead, that's not true. He's He can't run his program unless everybody that supports yes, the matter cut is like out. They got was it go. shake up house? Is that what they say? Like yeah. shake up house? Yeah. yeah. They've got to they've got to go. And so I'm not surprised that that's not, you know, and nothing a lot of what they did this year didn't do well. I mean, you got Black Adam. Black yeah, Adam that bad. Yeah, it did not it did not do. And I so one of the things that I do hope that they change or do better is like kind of looking at what they've done in the past, they do, they need an overhaul. They truly do need an overhaul. I think that's sure. what they're going to do. That's what they're going to do. I hope they don't make it. Um, you don't have to, 
be meet you don't have to meet Marvel where you're at because that was the problem, right? Yes. The problem was Mar they wanted when Avengers came out, they were like, that's what we want. So they shot out Super they shot out Man of Steel, they shot out um Injustice, not Injustice, <laughs> Justice League. That's which was an injustice. <laughs> it was. But, but they were trying, they tried to get there. They didn't build like the one of the right. reasons why Marvel's model was so successful is because they ran it like comic books. They yeah. had yes. everybody had an individual run before they did the end of the year mashup. And then there was somebody who had to die. It, it, they did it just like a comic. Right, right. DC was With like, their I phases just want that. and stuff. Right. They mm -hmm. didn't want to do any phases. They were like, we want the same money Marvel has. Make us, we've got a Justice League. We'll put everything in the TV shows and we can make it. Here's the other mm -hmm. thing that makes me, here's the other thing that's bothering me. I want to know what, uh, what's his name? The Flash. What Ezra oh. Miller put in his contract that they can't fire this boy yet? Like when I, I he knows something about someone, okay? He knows something about someone because they're like, I don't know what he knows, but he knows something. Okay. And, and if if like, Gunn was smart, he would take everybody who's been writing for Young Justice and for a lot of the shows that were on the DC streaming services, but specifically mm -hmm. DC's animated series have always been better than Marvel's and they've always, always. been writing. Mm -hmm. All they got to do is grab some of those writers and they can, they can turn things around. But I don't think the whole DC DC EU might be dead because not, um, Gunn is going to call it something else and he's going to, mm -hmm. it's going to be fine. Um, right. And I think we're going to get some good movies out of it. I think there was a, there was a, Thing that it was a there was a timing thing that happened with Henry Cavill and people thought he left Witcher so that he could come back and do Superman. That is not right. what happened. It just okay. was a, it was a timing issue. He left Witcher because he's a huge fan of Witcher, the books, the mm. games, everything, and he didn't like the writing direction. So that's why he left. So that's why it, he left. It okay. happened to be the same time that all this other yeah, stuff was happening. So, so that's like one of the, one of the things that I was going to talk about because it like he had announced, oh, okay, he's um, no longer doing The Witcher, right? And he's like, it's going to be handed off to um, Liam, right? Liam's going to take Thor's it. Brother. Thor's, Thor's brother. Thor's brother, right? <laughs> Um, so Liam Hems Hemsworth is going to take it. And then Liam's like, yes, it's like he passed on the baton. Liam's like, yay, I'm happy I got it. Then, um, because this is right after Black Adam comes out, you see him as of Superman. as Superman in the ending of Black Adam. And then he, he, he tweets how he's happy to get back to it. Uh, the Rock is also tweeting about how he basically got Henry back into it. So you're like thinking, okay, it's going to happen. And now it seems very unclear because some articles are saying that it's done. It's not going to happen anymore. Some articles are saying that it's not clear. James Gunn had tweeted that he, someone has said, oh, why do you hate um, Henry Cavill? He's like, that's false. Um, he is still going to do more with Superman. They're just right now not sure what that's going to look like. Because the thing is they got to get, all the Snyder stuff out of there because I think their mm -hmm. future up until uh, Zaslav started was um, Aquaman. Here's the thing. The episode also, of Aquaman, is that still happening? Superman. So here's the thing. Aquaman is, uh, we are getting Aquaman Lost Kingdom, the next movie, but mm -hmm. Gunn has said or insinuated, that's it. I have said ever since Aquaman was first announced, that mm -hmm. Jason, Jason Momoa should never have played that character. And the mm -hmm. reason why is 
he's perfect for Lobo. Right, like, which that was also Lobo. announced, right? That he so, is switching, <laughs> he's yeah. switching over. He is switching over. And Gunn said it too. Like Gunn insinuated it. It hasn't been officially said, but he said mm-hmm. he's working up, when he was pressed about it. All Momoa would say was that I am working on the project of my life, like the most favorite project ever. And everybody knows he's a huge Lobo fan. So I think what they did back in the day was they talked him into being Aquaman so that they could get him into the DC Yeah, universe. that which, you know, they do that at times and it, it makes sense. It does, like as a fan, it does suck that they did that. You know, I get why they had to, but... As and it wasn't fan, about Aquaman, like, but I thought it was a waste because I'm like, Lobo is right there. Right. I thought <laughs> it was an, okay. Him, I thought so. the first Aquaman movie was quite weird. Quite weird. Especially when they get on the beach and they're playing like Pitbull music. I was like, I love Pitbull, but what is happening right now? <laughs> like, what are we doing? And then when they were in Italy, I think, or I think they were in Italy or Spain and they're in that plaza square. And then it seems like the Little Mermaid music is playing as she's standing it's there. And I was odd. just it's like, very this odd. is the music is very like all over the place. This but they have to, they have to get out of that whole Amber Heard mess. They've got to get out of it. And the only way they can get out of it is... Is she in this next one? I'm almost positive she is. Because she she signed a three-picture deal, I think. But I don't mm. quote me on that. Don't quote me on that. Okay. I just it would make sense because most they make most of them sign three picture deals. But here's mm. the thing: the D- DC is going to be fine. I honestly think it's going to be in better hands, and I'm going to be more interested in watching these movies with James Gunn at the helm. Is he perfect? No, none of these people are perfect. No, no, no. But, but I do think that a solid he, vision. Yes, he has mm. a vision, and I can't remember who his like co-pilot is in this new um, venture, but um. Oh, they're removing her. Somebody in the chat said they're removing Amber Heard. Okay. I knew somebody would know better than me. Um, <laughs> the- Shout out to the chat for holding us down and helping That's us out. Saying. Yeah. So uh, so I do want to touch base on this because this is also not a confirmed um, thing <laughs> as well. Um, I, want, I do need Pat Bat to continue. I do need that because the Batman was fire. Um, no offense to Ben Affleck and the, and the stuff, the Will they? Won't they? That was happening but with him because he just kept... do it anymore. He can't, He left. He came yeah. back. He left. I'm like, I I feel bad for Ben. I'm not gonna lie. I feel bad for Ben because after the Daredevil incident he went through, he was like, I ain't never doing this ish again. They brought him back. People loved him in um uh uh what was the Man versus Wait Steel? What was the name of that movie? I forgot the name of it. Man of Steel. Where, Man of Steel too, but it was like, wait. You, uh, the, I thought that's when he left after Batman vs Superman. Batman. So that's the, that was the name of it. Batman. That's oh, I didn't know what you were looking I, for. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's wild that I did not simply just say Batman versus Superman. It was but Batman anyways, versus Superman: Dawn of Justice right, or something right. like that. Yeah, so it, that film, everybody was like, we like the movie's not that great, but we love Batman. Like they were for it. Then Justice League came out, and it was like. What like we took a whole one eighty turn on Batman well, also, itself, well, and it's not just that he was going through rehab. He was in for alcoholism. He was swollen. He looked. Up, he, did, he was going through it, and he didn't want to be there. So it was. They were doing everything they that they possibly could to keep this man from like upright. I heard on set. So it's like, I think that's and it showed on screen. 
So mm. yeah, and- the in what Justice League, you can tell. I was like, I was sitting there in the theater. I was like, this is it's weird. In in Batman v Superman, I feel like he like it was I was like, this is a fire Batman. This is a he's way more rough around the edges, right? But this is a more fire Batman. And then I think I Justice think League, G- I was like, yo. I think the DCEU is going to be fine, or DCU, whatever they're calling it, DC Cinematic mm-hmm. Universe, whatever. They're going to mm-hmm. be fine if they learn a little patience. They keep being very reactionary to Marvel. We got to do this now. We have to do that. Yeah. Oh, that's Let what it go. you're into. Stop. Mm-hmm. Right. Back up. Fine. Get some good storytellers. Back mm-hmm. it up with some good toys and products and soft goods to sell alongside your mm-hmm. projects and do a proper rollout. Everything mm-hmm. is just so knee jerk. It's kind of the way Sony has always handled the X-Men films. It's like, what are you doing? I take that back. We haven't really had an X-Men film, but that's- <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. Well, let's not touch X-Men right now. That's a whole other, like there's a lot, there's a lot with the X-Men stuff, right? Old, I t- new, will they, I will won't say, play? I will go back to DC <laughs> and I will say, but I will say about black Adam real quick. One of the reasons why Black Adam didn't work, and it's really funny because I didn't see it so very recently because I just wasn't interested. But um, one of the reasons why I I could see because it it didn't start bad, it just no, turned it a corner in like the third or fourth act, and I'm like, oh my god, that so didn't make sense. It, it didn't, and what they did was they tried to do Snyder like fight scenes, very slow motion, over cranked. Um, you know, we're going to see the gold and the water as you punch through it and stuff. Those scenes are great, but they're moments. When you do them over and over and over again, they become comical. And so one of the problems with that with that movie was like, every time he was supposed to say something serious or do something serious, it was just met with this, here's the, here's the water. Like the girl um, who played... Um, Cyclone, she was gorgeous, mm-hmm. but like oh, her, I her, loved her. She was adorable, but her she was great. She was with... from um, what was the show? Uh, where they steal things. It was like a a show that with her and the girl that plays teenage. Um, oh, uh, I didn't realize. I know what show you're talking about. I didn't realize. I yes, was her. what is the name of the uh, interns? Go ahead and look up the name of that show. But yeah, I loved her from there, and she's in that show with uh, what's what's her the character's name? Sonic. Boom teenage warhead or supersonic teenage boom warhead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna let you keep coming in. <laughs> teenage negative. <laughs> I'm getting closer warhead. and closer. That Trinkets. Is awesome. Yes. Trinkets is the name of the show. And I loved her. So when I heard she was in Black Adam, I was like, oh, this is amazing. She's gonna be on such a huge stage, a huge platform. I can't wait because I love her character in Trinkets. And they um, made her pretty in moments but they never really let her like talk she had these cute moments hello with adam but they never went anywhere it was like oh okay yeah. that was a thing yeah. but we're gone now it's another so yeah it was just <laughs> it's like oh movie's done oh okay <laughs> it was it was a lot and so i um i honestly i don't think that was a dc i mean it was a dc decision but my thing a lot of people are like oh people are just hitting on black adam because dc in general i'm like no it just wasn't executed very well. No. But I, I just want to say, like, I just want to just give a shout out to Jamon Hunsu, who is the hardest working man in superhero films, period. He has mm. been in everything from Shazam to Captain Marvel to Aquaman to he's been uh, in say his everything. Say his name again. 
Jamon Huntsman. Intense, can you guys get the get get his picture? I'll get I'll I'll send you the you've seen him. Um, you know exactly. Everybody knows. Well, when you see him, you'll recognize mm-hmm. him. I'll put it, I'll yeah, put it in the private I'll get the picture chat. and then we could they could put, put it up on the screen. Then y'all can. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, he's Gladiator, um, Amistad, Constantine. He was Papa Midnight and Constantine. Ah, like, yes, he yes. He has been in everything. Who? That's like, I always think yes. of that. Like, from like oh, I'm Star-Lord. And he's like, who? I always yes. say that to my husband. You're hilarious. Yes, he's, yes. he's been in absolutely everything. And as a side character, his back character didn't matter. Um, but anyway, the... Uh, I DC's gonna be fine. I, I I believe Gunn, if they let him run his program, I I am not looking forward to the last Marvel thing he's doing with Guardians of the Galaxy. I think he's gonna kill Rocket, and that's gonna hurt a lot of people. Yeah, but, that's what we think too. That's yeah, what we think too. After we saw that trailer, we're like, yeah. But I think he's like, but I'm out. I'm going to DC, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Right, right. I'll kill him, and like, like if it's a solid story, then I, I think it's fine. They've been running for a long time. I mean, it does suck, but I think it, it's okay now. If you did it yeah. in the first movie, I'd be like, whoa. Second movie, even like a whoa. But third movie, we've Guardians had the, the Galaxy and Game Infinity War, where yeah, and Guardians of the Galaxy was not supposed to make it. It was supposed to mm. be like one or two movies. No one thought that it would be because it was up. I don't want to say it was very different comic. than everything that that was happening at that time when that first movie came out. It was very, very different. And I loved it. I loved the first one. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think that DC is going to be fine. I hope so. I, I will say like, I, I'm going to say I hope so, because as we've seen with Sony, Sony still hasn't learned. <laughs> OK, after Spider-Man launch, after Spider-Man launch, they still haven't learned their um, lessons at all. Like when we had the first the Toby verse, then the um, Adam Garfield verse, they have they just repeated the same things. And then the weird stuff that they're doing with the villains, which kind of tying back to Black Adam, I feel like that was something that they did as well. They should have just made him a villain, kept him a villain versus this anti-hero mindset that we're taking with things. Like, let someone be bad and just let them be bad and have us understand why they're bad and call it a day, not make them do good. Exactly. When they do Green Lantern uh, over, I don't want to see Sinestro as an anti-hero. No, Sinestro's evil. Bad, yeah. He's a problem. Yeah, like, make him bad. there's, and that's, you know, I, I also think the Rock had something to do with that. I think that was his vision of Black Adam all this time. Like, he's an anti-hero. He's not. And I'm like, no, he's a that's bad what, guy. Yeah, some people were saying. Like, like, all of those people in the beginning and all those helicopters, they died. Like, you killed them. There, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. They have families and wives, too. Like, right. Because this whole thing was had. kill her because she's not a anymore. Yeah, not anymore. She's dead. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, they... I do feel like, uh, but I understand because I mean that doesn't that kind of plays into a different argument or a different conversation that I would love to have. We don't have time for it right now, but that specific mindset of taking on a property and wanting to take a creative difference with it and where those lines are, because I do feel like some people like the the argument of oh I didn't read it because I wanted to kind of do something different, which is like a huge flag for me. Like no. And- and also, like, read it, very be tired, a part of the property. I'm very tired of the 
and this didn't happen with Black Adam, but it has right, happened right, in right. the movies. I'm tired mm-hmm. of the anti-hero learning that they are bad through the death of Black women. Like, I I loved Logan. Absolutely loved that movie. But that Black family was decimated. Joker, well-written film. But every Black woman he came in contact with, really? Killmonger. Seems targeted. Every black woman he every woman he came in contact with, he put his hands on. So it's like, okay, but can we just um can they just kill Live? everybody? Does it just have right? to be us? Like Live? I got I get or they gotta kill, kill somebody, but like, kill us? everybody equally, not just us. Mm-hmm. Or okay. you know, kill everyone but us, you know. We can we can like stay, you know. Y'all didn't hear what Trevor Noah said when he was, you know, he gives all his credit to who he is, the great man he is, to black women, okay? We here, we make great things, all right? Let we us live. Keep trying to tell y'all. <laughs> we keep trying to tell y'all. Um, let's, okay, so let's move to the next thing because there's, so, I'm loving the conversation. I would love to definitely have you back on and we can have more of these like Yay. deep dives and stuff like that. Because that makes me think of like Last of Us, how that show's coming out, and homie didn't even play the game. So I'm like, sir, what was the you moment, doing? But I can't remember the character's name, but the moment I saw him and his brother, I'm like, they did. Because they <laughs> in the game, they died. Oh, I can't. Oh, that part, like, that was, I short, like, so kind of side note, I played the first one, but I got to a point where, because I was playing in 2020, right? And it was around the time the George Floyd stuff was happening. And so I got to a place of like PTSD where I yeah. haven't picked up that game. I didn't finish the game and I didn't put it, uh, like, haven't picked it up since. I think I'm okay now where I can start to, especially since they had the new release of the, the remake version now for PS5. So I'm going to dive in. But that moment, when that happened, I just cried. I, like, in stream, live, I just cried because that was just. All right, let's move to something. The next I'm sorry. <laughs> speaking of games, <laughs> speaking of games, um, I, did you ever play Sifu or heard of Sifu? Are you familiar oh, yeah, with Sifu? So here's the thing about my see people who know me in the chat are gonna make fun of me. I play like <laughs> indie games. I'm not a good gamer. I'm a gamer. I, I play, and I I very That's recently good. started playing on Twitch. Well, I had had to stop but i'm gonna start again um mm-hmm. and speaking of crying everybody saw me crying through gris in august um but i'm a i'm a indie game and do i like playing games like tekken and things like that absolutely am i going mm-hmm. to let y'all watch me die repeatedly no um <laughs> the, uh but my boyfriend is a huge gamer and he, he now he's just the opposite he doesn't want me on twitch at all and he's very good played sifu um, I think I love the concept of Sifu. I wanted to see the game progress before we got the movie. Like, can we see another okay, version so of the game? <laughs> that goes to our 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 next subject. Um, Sifu um, is okay. I just have to take an exhale. So, Story Kitchen to adapt Sifu into a live action feature film. I do agree that I feel like this is very very soon. Like the game came out this year, right? Okay. Um, this is extremely soon. I would have liked to, like you said, have like another follow up, like a second one, you know. I, and then at first I thought it was animated. So I was like, all right, I can see that. I'm like, no, it's live. Oh, action. animated What's would happening? be great. What is yeah. happening? Yeah, yeah, I think I think they should have done an animated series first and mm. then later. So let everybody learn about the franchise because just going live 
I mean, here's the thing. I think the, what they're trying to capture is the the John Wick. Yeah, group. which is they Derek, say in there, um, it's being Derek. described as a John Wick meets M Night Shyamal- Shyamalan's old, which I didn't see the movie oh, old. But yeah, see, but we shouldn't that be face you made to M Night Shyamalan. We shouldn't. No. It's not a. I mean, props to what you do and how, like how you do what you do. But I will agree. When I saw that, I was like, huh. I like um split split is solid um <laughs> that's even i love split i thought like the execution the argument I think bad. I thought it no was i'm correct. sorry i'm sorry you're you're right I'm, I'm mixing up split with glass i liked split i didn't like glass i thought glass, i didn't see glass they, did, they yeah. did they took us to a place and then didn't let us go there so you're right split was very good um also um well listen signs was good to a point signs was signs good to was- the re- Science was good to the resolution. Same thing with the the village or whatever that thing was. Good to the resolution. He's got these weak resolutions. I'm like, how what is the one? Star? Oh wait, science is the one I'm thinking of. The one with where the aliens. What? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, no, it was that movie was so suspenseful, and even mm-hmm. I wasn't that crazy about seeing the aliens, but it was really good until it was like, wait, I'm sorry, hang on a second. Right, they could right. die. They could die from what basically covers 90% 70, of our planet. 70% of our planet. Right. So yeah. Whoever was on recon needs to be killed because that <laughs> he just destroyed your entire race because you don't know how, what water is. Like you can see the water from space and that's Hello. the thing that can you, you mostly see water from space. Okay. I was like, did no. you think it was blue land? Like were you Absolutely like, oh, not. some of their land is green, some of their land is blue? <laughs> like, let's go. Yeah, I do no, agree. So Sixth I, Sense. I do, That's also him, right? Sixth Sense. Yeah. Sixth Sense was phenomenal. And listen, yeah. I also liked um the first one with with uh Bruce Willis. Um Oh yes, yes, Unbreakable. Unbreakable. Because yeah. as a superhero fan and a comic book reader, I saw what it was immediately. There's a lot of people when it came out that hated it. And I'm like, you don't know comics. That mm. was a classic comic book story. My husband um, showed it to me because I never saw it when I was younger, but my husband, he showed it to me because he's a big fan of it. And I love it. Somebody in the chat said he should get shot for Avatar. Oh, I'm, do- I'm done. Yeah, Avatar was a mess. Okay. We don't know her. We don't recognize her. We don't, <laughs> we don't, we don't talk about we don't, Avatar. We don't talk, I purposefully right. thought it and did not say it. I did not verbalize. We don't talk about it. We never saw it. Okay, we just going to throw that Mm-mm. somewhere else. Mm-mm. Back to this thing. So I am... I am um, nervous about this because i love the game i did play the game right and they just recently released an easier version for for some of us and some like oh, added things. i will i'll take that one i'll take yes two, for sure i would too because it's <laughs> that game is tough stuff but it's such a fire game shout out to the devs um the um that made slow clap that made it but um i i'm nervous because we don't have um, high success when it comes to turning games into movies, yeah. and it's because they don't take the approach of someone <laughs> Resident <who> Evil, is, <laughs> uh, Uncharted. Like I was like, Uncharted is a movie as a game, and they made a movie, and I'm just That's like, what I'm saying the, the cutscenes are right there. <laughs> You just have to follow it. The reason you want to make a movie is because it has this huge, uh, huge fan base because of the property. And they're like, hey, let's do something different. No. Okay. Do what we did. Do what was done. Call it a day. Okay. And and I think, and just uh, just to, just to reiterate an earlier point, Mm -hmm. this is why I think James Gunn is going to be fine at DC. Mm -hmm. 
because he's a fan of the comics. He is a fan of the characters. Mm. He will. He won't just ah. Oh, hey, let's do this and rewrite it. And it's like no, mm-hmm. no. One thing he'll do that I I will say will be um, Marvel is like soundtracks and the yeah. score of the movies. Like yeah. Marvel. Outside of Black Panther, right? Because Black Panther it, in itself has such Lawrence a fire soundtrack, yeah. right? Like the scoring, amazing. Like uh, I listened to, I've listened to the soundtrack so many times since seeing Wakanda Forever, right? And a lot of people like the soundtrack from the first one. So mm-hmm. soundtrack aside from Black Panther, um, Marvel itself has like two sounds, and that's like the entry sound that you hear, and then the Avengers sound that they kind of dice up a little bit. Yeah. Outside of that, there's not really a sound of Marvel, and I do think that um, James Gunn has a sound, especially with Guardians of the Galaxy and the soundtracks and things like that that he was able to do. So I am hoping and expecting better things. This, you know, they worked with Hans Zimmer. You know that some good things are probably going to come from the sound of DCEU. Um, I agree, but. Before we jump to our, we're going to just zoom. We were going to talk about the Game Awards, but we had so many lovely, amazing conversations. And so we'll probably talk she about the Game Awards. Talk too much. Sorry, y'all. No, no, no. Great. I love when there, it's not me just like pulling. Hey, 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 you know. So great guest. Okay. Don't think anything else. Um, we have a super chat that I want to shout out. And then we'll jump into our little one-on-one, which it kind of became a one-on-one a little early because um, <laughs> our team had to leave. But um uh, talking to you about your book. Okay. Um, so really quick, the super chat that we have, and we want to say shout out to Luna T shadow for the donation. What's y'all think about a Bratz reboot? Are they doing it? Are they we not doing one. it? I thought they, we, we are one. getting that wrong. I know they did. We got the game, like the game that they had a game that came out recently. And then, um, according to TikTok, I, it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Well, TikTok sometimes makes things happen. That is, mm-hmm. they do, they have, it's a powerful uh, uh, platform over there. Um, if they do have one, I mean, I'll watch it, I, but I do need to see trailers. I need to see, like, who's the cast, who's the director, what I need to see a trailer or a teaser. Because even the cast itself, if you, I want fresh faces, fresh, beautiful faces that we get to be a part of Bratz. Um, and then, but Even though Logan, it. Logan, she looks the same. So from the first breast movie, she looks exactly the same. So <laughs> you could use her again if you want to. But another a bunch of other fresh faces. And if you have a good story, I'm down to see it. I I am in agreement with everything you just said. I I I honestly thought it was happening. So it was this very moment that I realized it wasn't confirmed. So <laughs> I honestly thought they were shooting one or it was in the works. Um, they're probably going to have one now because the, the game came out and I know like, like a lot of people were playing it on stream and stuff like that. So including Jazz, she was playing it as well. Okay. All right. So thank you again for that. Now let's <laughs> interview with the boy girl, a.k.a. Karima Horn. Yes, Karima yes. Horn. Did I say right? You Karima? Right thank time. you. you, had a, you okay. Your, the, the first way you say it is usually right. Then you second guess yourself. Okay. It's fine. Yeah, I do it second. Right. I do. <laughs> Karima Horn. All right. The esteemed Karima Horn. Who wrote? Oh, wait. It's a little crooked. Let me fix that. Let me fix that. Because <laughs> I also use that as the bookmark. <laughs> okay. Which I'm yes. grateful for the flaps. So Protectors of Wakanda. The um bottom, the like the rest of the title, because you did mention it is a long title. A History and Training Manual 
of the Dormelage. And you can see her name beautifully put there at the bottom. You had said really quick before we dive into the questions, um, mm -hmm. and I, I'll announce the giveaway once again. You had mentioned that the title you had was shorter. What was the title that you had for it? Oh, I'm not allowed to say it, unfortunately. Uh, it's like in the contract. I can't say it. <laughs> um, but uh, but it it there are shades of it in the book. Like if you the first pages of the book, you see what I kind of was gonna call it. Um, okay. So it, the the words of the title are in in like the first two pages, but mm -hmm. I'm not allowed to say the actual. Okay. So sorry. All right. You did not hear <laughs> it because Marvel has all. snipers and yes, I you know. <laughs> well, I will say on a side note, if the snipers are watching the stream, hey, how you guys doing? I know, right? Come hey. back. We stream every Monday, you know, <laughs> join us, enjoy us, okay? Come back for sure. Um, for those who are watching and listening, we are doing a giveaway where you can receive three signed copies of Protectors of Wakanda. This giveaway is sponsored by our lovely interns. Shout out to them. Um, they work hard on the podcast and produce the show. They really, really wanted to do this. And it Thank you, started intern. as one. Yeah, shout out to the interns. Whoop, whoop. Um, it started as one, then it was two. Then they're like, hey, last minute before the show, hey, let's do three. And I'm like, all right, let's do it. Let's do it. And um, as um, Karima let us know that it's going to be coming out in February. So even if you win today, it'll be coming out in February. So you just fill out the link that's in the chat. Um, interns, if you guys don't mind dropping that link again on YouTube or Twitch. And then at the end, I'll have you choose three numbers randomly okay and you will choose the um essentially the winners of okay. the um giveaway so stick around it is us only it is us only um for us doing the shipping <laughs> it will be us only um so if you're around the world you know you could purchase it on amazon you could purchase it on karma's website those links are all down below um, but us only you have a chance to win the giveaway all right diving into the first question Right. Okay. And I put my I, I was like, interns, each of you guys have to come up with a question, you know, you know, get put infuse you into this. So the first question, which you probably were able to see beforehand because it's on the ROS, <laughs> is <laughs> <laughs> what was your introduction to the world of Wakanda <laughs> and the Dora Milaje? Wait, before we answer that really quick, you could give if you don't mind a quick like synopsis or tell people like anyone who doesn't know what the book is about what the book is about okay so the book is about for those of you who don't know if you've seen black panther you know the bald black women that are the security force of the king um they are much more of that in the comics and they're called the door melage um marvel asked me to write their origin story and so what I did was the, it's a why it's technically a YA book. I hate when they say that. Cause it's like, it's not a kid's book. It's, mm. it is, it is like, you could give it to a teenager and then you, but you could also probably give it to a 10 year old. Like, um, but yeah, it's the, a Supreme, uh, like advanced 10 year old. Cause I was like, I mean, <laughs> there's a lot. It's, and it's very dense. And so basically mm -hmm. um, the book is about how, if you've ever wondered how the Dora become the Dora, where they come from, what their training is, what their belief system is, what they do when they retire. If they don't die on the battlefield, they just got bad knees. What happens to them? That's basically yeah. what the book is about. And um, it covers the um, four tenets, I would say, tradition, honor, strength, courage, 
uh, actually five, sorry, it's my book, Compassion. <laughs> um, and those areas, I talk about what each um, Dora has to do to become a graduate. Um, and then because the book is based on the comics, uh, it's filled with a lot of Easter eggs if you're a comic book reader. If you're not a comic book reader, it's just a fun little ride um, piecing together the Dora story from their perspective. So there's a lot of things that you'll see that, oh, I remember when the Black Panther did that. This is what mm -hmm. the Dora Milaje were doing when the Black Panther was doing whatever it was. Mm -hmm. um, so I had a lot of fun doing that and building it and building out this universe. And the other thing that's also in here is I was able to give the history of all 16 of the kings of Wakanda, kings and queens of Wakanda. There are two, out, aside from Shuri, there are two other women that were um, Black Panthers. And one of yes. them, I was able to create uh, a backstory saying she was the creator of the Dormelage and there's a whole story there too. So yes. it's, it, it is source material. It's historical fiction. So it's mm -hmm. a source material for these characters. And what I'm really excited about is I hope someday like a comic book writer or somebody will create stories pulled from this. Based um, off of that is fire. I hope like even further um, like movies, like, that well, yeah, we're supposed there's an Okoye show in the works, and I'm hoping. Listen, Ryan Coogler, if you're listening, I got a book that could help with the story. Hello, I've got a book, yeah, on this here side. there you help, go, right? <laughs> you know, with the story that you're building if you're doing an IA Dora Malachi show. So call me, <laughs> call her. You heard it here first, okay. Or second or third, unless you said somewhere else. <laughs> but Ryan, come on, boo. Okay, uh, Marvel snipers, hit up know, Ryan. Right? Let him know. <laughs> Let him know. Okay. Um, uh, is it okay? Because I noticed you didn't say her name. Is it okay if I say the queen's name? That oh yes, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 Queen no, that's all, Nahanda. It's all out now. Yeah, Queen Nahanda. Yeah. And, and I, and by the way, I really. The, by the way, in the movie, everybody was making. You know how everybody always makes all those concepts like oh this is what we think is going to happen in the movies or whatever the theories, book, yeah yeah now my book has nothing to do with the movies but i remember when the trailer first right. dropped they're dancing in front of the necropolis which is where their dead are buried what i thought was really interesting was everybody's like oh there's a man on the left that's probably bishenga and there's a woman on the right that's probably his wife and i'm like no that's probably nahanda but I, I, I need, I'm, I'm trying to like get an interview with the production designer so I can ask her like, did you oh. do what I think you did? Um, because right. I didn't create Nahanda. Um, Ta-Nehisi Coates did. No, Jonathan Hickman did. And Ta-Nehisi Coates expanded on her story. Mm. I, which I think is fire. I like, so reading about Queen Nahanda and how that story kind of came together. That's one of the things I definitely learned about this book is um, first of all, because I've never read a Black Panther comic. I've never read a Black Panther comic. I've only seen like his iteration through the movies, right? And so I learned very quickly that this is different than the movies. And my husband, he has in his office, it's a like essentially a library of comic books. So when I was telling him I'm reading this, he was like, okay, get the reference of like which comic books are. And I, I see that you have something like that at the back of the book. Right. And I can go to his office and then essentially pull those comic books and then read them. Or he has some of them like in his on his iPad because you can also 
get the digital version, right, of the comic books. That is actually like, it's that like a is study new. Thing. I meant to tell you that the ebook. If you go to ebooks.com, you actually can buy this book now because the digital one, like the Kindle version for on my end in, in like mm-hmm. America isn't out now, but ebook sends, sells everywhere. Um, right. So you actually, I have to actually, I forgot. You just reminded me. I have to announce that. Um, but you heard yeah. it first, kid. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it, I had a lot of fun jumping in and out of the comics and um, the process was really daunting because I only had 15 weeks. Um, but it was to it write was, the book. Yeah. From beginning to end. I had only Hold on, that's three months and a half, three and a half months. And oh honestly, my, my that wasn't the, that wasn't my first draft. My first whole draft had to be done before that. That was like how long we had to fix the draft and get it all. Ah, uh, okay. So it was, it was, so last year was a lot. <laughs> wow. So I do want to circle back. So, um, uh, like, I know that the, the we do have the question in regards to like what inspired you to write a book about the Dormelage, but you had mentioned that Marvel approached you. So was it like, was it anything that you put out there? Like, Hey, I'm willing to write a book or like, how did one plus one equal two? Um, I'm still trying to figure that out. Um, oh, okay. I, <laughs> I, I did it's not like I never said I never wanted to write a book. It's not that. I think it's one of those things like I had on my vision board and I was like, well, that was quick. Can I win a million dollars? Like, hello. You know, hello. It was- <laughs> Let me make a vision for it. Y'all manifesting is real, bro. Like, <laughs> I, I, wanna- like I was like, that was quick. Um, so <laughs> I know of one person that I think might have suggested me, but I there are there's apparently two or three people in the ether that I've never met that apparently went hard for me to write this book, and I don't know who they are. And whoever you are, every time I have you, you, I say thank you. Um, but so for people who don't know, and I can actually combine a couple of these questions. So for people okay, who yeah. don't, for for people who don't know, Marvel, like in New York, covers comics. When they, but they make most of their money off of their license. So they will kind of like a medallion cab. They will sell their license to different smaller publishing houses if they create books, want to create books in their in the in, in the universe. Mm-hmm. So. My uh, publisher is Becker and Mayer, who's under Quarto. And Quarto also has a deal like with Disney for Star Wars. So they, oh, had, a, yeah. they had a book out that was basically the Jedi Manual for all intents and purposes. Um, and it's ha- all the things to do to become a Jedi and the whole lore. And they were like, we're interested in doing something like this for the Dormelage. And I was like, that's great, except there is infinitely more information about the star wars universe than there are there's not yeah yeah. uh and they're like well that's where you come in you can make it all up and i'm like really so that is fire okay can we take a second like (laughs) you have you have i am speaking to someone who is braiding into and listen yes for the haters out there i know that this is fiction however the impact that black panther has had even cinematically right upon our culture is historical and the things that you are doing by writing this book right and the things that you've created you are like braiding into our history yeah that was that was the that was the plan um to weave in 
when I when I decided when I got over the shock and stopped being terrified, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, uh, I yeah, I was terrified. like, yeah, I was like, okay, I need this to drink heavily and then I'll figure it out. But when <laughs> and then I saw the schedule and I'm like, oh, I can't drink because I have the schedule. This is Put the bottle down. Put it down. <laughs> so, um, I okay. So the goal for me was to, and then the thing that was really tough was they were like, and you can't reference the movies, you can only reference the comics. And I'm like, the majority of the Black community only knows the movies. The movies, yeah. But lucky for me, Ta-Nehisi Coates used so much, I'm sorry, Ryan Coogler used so much of Ta-Nehisi Coates' run that I'm like, there's enough there that I can make it familiar. Mm-hmm. That I can, you know. So um, so that's how I got it. Yeah, they asked me to write it and I had to come up with it and then they have to approve your outline and everything. And mm-hmm. it was very interesting because I, the original, the Dora Milaje were not born. Well, I take that back. Christopher Priest created Dora Milaje in, um, uh, in, I want to say 1988, but it might be 1998. I have to look that up because I always forget that. I always flip my numbers. That's that, that's, that's a me problem, <laughs> that's not fine. a y'all problem. That's fine. We're not upset. We're not upset. Um, 1998 <laughs> is when he uh, first introduced the Dora Milaje, but that was just... Uh, Okoye and Nakia and or Nakia I guess as they're calling her now um, and unfortunately Nakia in went on to just be crazy she was always the crazy one she became right. malice and things my like that my husband said that she's a villain in the comic book yeah she's malice in, in the in the comics and then um, as of now every iteration of Nakia is dead in the comics so mm. that was why I think Kugler had so much freedom with her in the movies because it was you know, don't kill her. You can do whatever you want. Um, mm-hmm. So the Dora Milaje first appeared in a Black Panther movie uh, in comic, but it was just the two of them and what Christopher Priest wrote. But the Midnight Angels came later. That mm-hmm. was Jonathan Mayberry introduced them in Doom War. And so I was talking about Doom War and things like that. And they were like, yeah, we're not. Doom War is kind of standalone. I'm like, then I can't talk about the Midnight Angels. Mm-hmm. Because the Midnight Angels did not first come out of Tanahasi Coats. The way they look and their design and everything, that blue that we see in the movie, mm-hmm. that's where they're from. But no, they were goth. When they first came out, they were black, goth, bald. Some of them had like ponytails. They had mm-hmm. they were fire. And so that was in the Jonathan Mayberry run. And so I that's an example of let me skip around this universe and mm-hmm. And talk about the origins of how some of these, uh, you know, characters came about. Mm-hmm. Also, a lot of people will quote to you like, oh, my favorite Black Panther run was like some people like Reginald Hudlin's run with uh, T'Challa's grandfather, Zuri, and he meets the Captain America and the Helen Commandos. And everybody talks about everything that happened with them. And I'm like, which I think they're doing the game. There's a game that's actually going to be coming out. And um, everybody thinks it's, uh, uh, yeah. It would make sense. But there were Dora mm-hmm. with him. Who were they? Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. uh, there were Dora present when, um, you know, th- there were Dora present when T'Challa as a child was lost. And mm-hmm. it was Ramonda who found him mm-hmm. and brought him to the palace and then started her relationship with the king. But who were those right. Dora? So that right. was like what I was really, really interested in um, um, writing about the whole concept of Queen Nahanda being their founder came out of the fact that 
uh, the, the two different women, the second woman that was created that's a Black Panther is Queen Turkana, and she's from Nnedi Okorafor's run. And okay. um, I spoke a little bit about her, but it was really important to me to talk about um, Nahanda because in the comics... I, I story wise, I made Takana come first, but mm -hmm. in terms of uh, uh, issue, like when the issues came out, mm -hmm. Hannah was the first that we that we actually sort of uh, got a full story on. And I remember mm -hmm. thinking, there's no way out of the hundreds and hundreds of years that we've had the Black Panther, and now uh, in a Jonathan Hickman run in Fantastic Four a few years ago, he gave. Um, T'Challa avatar powers. Basically, he got to talk to all of his past Black Panthers. Mm, okay. Last, last gave him the power and his eyes go white and everything. And he can talk to right. all of them. Like Avatar, okay. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, you can't tell me that she is like one of the only women in the room and that wasn't a problem in Africa. Mm, I'm mm. like, yeah, I'm gonna... I'm, there's a story there. And then, right, I found right. a, then I found a real life story about um, the women of the Mujaji tribe they're basically and it's funny because i feel like in the warrior and the woman king we saw okay, some yeah. people talked about the mujaji uh, i remember somebody seeing an interview on set where they were saying oh we need rain and they started all singing and chanting and they got rain that's mujaji that's the name of the rain goddess in south africa the zulu ring mm. and so in real life that is a matrilineal society and in real life the first queen mujaji Mm -hmm. was attacked by male members of the community. They were like, a woman can't rule. Mm, and okay. she went and got women in of all the neighboring, um, I don't want to say neighboring villages because it was really bigger than that. But basically mm -hmm. to keep the peace, she took a woman from every basically district and mm -hmm. made them her security. And she called them her wives. This is real life. I'm not making this up. And right. when I read that, I was like, that's the Dormelage origin story. That's, that's what fine. that is. And that's, that's gonna be Nahanda's story. Because you can't tell me that people wouldn't have had a problem. There were no and issues. That, yeah. Exactly. And so in the book, mm -hmm. in my book, I sort of transposed it and made it a member of the court of the Wakandan court tried to kill her. And a servant saw that she was going to be poisoned and she stopped mm -hmm. her. And then she was like, you know what? I really can't trust anybody. And she went to every village and took a barren woman because mm -hmm. barren women were the ones that were treated badly because they didn't have children. And I love that and made them her Dora. So now they're, mm -hmm. they're worldly. They understand they're a little older because they're of childbearing mm -hmm. age, mm -hmm. things like that. And they've been sort of shunned in their communities. And then she, she made them her security. And that was the first Dora. And then it was about writing. How do they get from there to the and she called them the adored ones. But how do we get from there to you can only speak to me and not anybody else? So all they went through. Mm -hmm. If you look at all the different kings, you find right. out how their story came about. And I, I had a lot of fun creating that. And I was super excited that honestly, I thought they were gonna really that and a few other things. I thought they were gonna pull that out, and they didn't. What was oh, that's and fine. This is the interesting part of when you're writing a prose novel that mm -hmm. is based on comic book characters. There's so many layers and things have to go so quickly that if you can prove your, it was almost like defending my dissertation, the history part. It right. With like the, defending... with the um, <clears throat> sources, with your sources. Yeah. Because sometimes it, because it was fine when it got to Marvel, but 
Marvel would take a while to get back to you. And we had an accelerated time schedule. So I had to convince mm -hmm. my editors and the copy editors that what I was saying, like, oh, you can't say that. And, you know, you have three different versions of Killmongers. I'm like, honey, I didn't do that. <laughs> Killmonger right. exists in four different ways. I didn't right, do that. Right, 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 right. <laughs> They're like, can we pick one? I'm like, absolutely not. We can mm -hmm. always say that he's, and that's what, that's why it's written as journal entries. Because which I, I want to add really quick. Sorry to interrupt you. The no, thing fine. that I thought was fire about the execution and the mindset, this is that this is essentially passed down from Dora to Dora. And yeah. then seeing in the sidebar, like, oh, um, kind of something that I, I don't think it's like a spoiler for your book or because no. you base it off of comic book things, but kind of talking about the unrest that was happening right because mm -hmm. t'challa was out with the quay fighting and um there were some things that even happened with the dora and like the the i think it was the first people was the group right mm -hmm. and how um <laughs> i think aneka had wrote like a little side thing saying i think that okoye is still mad at us ao right and i yeah. loved like it was kind of conversational as it's passing down right type of a thing like the, the the them writing like little tidbits and signing it added like life to it like as if it's like a living breathing thing a living that, document yeah and yeah. the and so if you anybody who read um Roxanne Gay's run World of Wakanda then you recognize that story but I love the fact that you don't know the comic and you still got it mm -hmm. um because they went a went against the not just Black Panther, but the royalty. Royalty, yeah. Because they, they felt that the people weren't being taken care of. And that was the, mm -hmm. when they stole Midnight Angel's armor and went rogue. And it was really Queen Shuri who brought them back in the fold. But I was like, there's absolutely no way that Okoye was cool with this. Like, there's right. no way that she just let them back in and she was fine. So that's why I kind of made a, a co couple comments, you know, on this. And that was, that's where a lot of those Easter eggs are, like the comic Easter eggs or side notes and things. And you're right. absolutely right. This book, this tome is supposed to be, you get one when you enter the school. And then when you graduate, you hand it back down to another Dora. So there is a, um, the, the, the book is called the Ukakanya. And that's a Zulu word basically for light. And mm -hmm. that's kind of what the title was originally sort of, okay. as you see on the first that page. We don't, know. We, don't know. we don't know. We don't know. We still yes. don't know. We still don't exactly. know. Exactly. Okay. Um, but it's really because it's supposed to light your path. Mm. And the book, and I, I didn't want to get so in the weeds with the comics, though, that people like yourself who might not have read it wouldn't enjoy it. And so what's been fascinating to see um, is all of the people that are like, I didn't even read the comics and I find this fascinating. And I Do love you stop, that. like places where people talk about the book to kind of see the conversations that people are having about it? I try, I tried not to because I was well, like the first well so much has happened since the book came out but like I tried <laughs> not to when it first came out because I was it's kind of like reading the comics and comments on YouTube I'm like so I as much as I poured my heart into it I was like somebody's gonna hate this book oh <laughs> somebody's gonna hate this book Hell yeah and so yeah, yeah. and I was like I just don't want that to be the first comment I see and then comments started rolling in and I was like. Oh my God. And I think the only thing that I wish I could have had more control over was mm. like, I, I made suggestions for artists, but they didn't take everybody I suggested. Mm. Um, uh, 
several different people um they did take, like I said, Aletha Martinez was one of those people. Sheba Maya did the oil paintings that are at the chapter headings. But like, mm-hmm. I wasn't allowed to talk to a lot of these people. And it kind of frustrated me because um, Ashley Woods did the cover. Um, but then we were also able to pull some of Brian Selfridge's work from inside. Honestly, the book is a lot more art than I thought it would. I, 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 there is a lot of artwork. And so I will say like, kind of just showing like a page like we were talking about um queen the honda right yeah and the the like even though this is kind of like a manual thing right um one of the things that i do love is like the the interrupted images you know yeah. like that are like in the middle of the text it kind of like i was reading some of the some of the times that i was reading this book it would be at night before i go to bed and then if my daughter is like sleeping beside me because she doesn't like to sleep in her bed, which she don't, she don't like sleeping in her bed at all. But some nights mama gives in and she could sleep beside me and I'm reading it to her. So it became like, it would be like this sweet little moment. Aww. I mean, she does, she doesn't understand any of this, right? She knows what Black Panther is, but she doesn't really understand it. She's only four. But um, as I'm like reading it to her, it was like our moment. And then even seeing the image that I can show her like a black queen and, you know, it, it, it like kind of took a different tone to the, experience itself you know like sharing this with my daughter and that's who i wrote the 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 book for there was uh i remember early on when i was writing it um if you're on tiktok you remember the seeing the dormilage at the uh at disney world in california Mm, and they have mm. their the dormilage experience and they all come out and they're telling the kids the tenants and that's where i got the tenants from i'm like oh they're already reciting half of what i was gonna do this is perfect Mm. um and there's a little girl and she's like, I'm proud of who I am and I'm going to be. And she's she's like saying all the things like strength and courage and compassion. And they're like, now you're a Dormelaja, you're strong. And she was like, yes, I am. And I was like, I'm writing this book for her. Like, oh, and I have a niece. That's, my heart. That's three, and I'm like, oh. yep. I mean, I'm a little bit more selfish with my niece. Like I'm writing it for my niece and I'm going to be the coolest show and tell when she gets to school, but. Oh, uh, yes, <laughs> yes. I was even thinking as we're talking, like this is, this, is, this is kind of funny, you know, professionally you don't do this, but I'm gonna do it anyways, cause I'm me. But like the aspect of thinking how we're at the beginning of this amazing thing that you've created, especially the fact that you have created a, like a lot of the narrative and kind of the building blocks that other people are going to use when they like how you looked at sources for comic books. There are people who are going to write stuff and like, oh, is there something about Dora Milaje or Dora that they, Dora that they might want to spin into different stories? And they are going to read your book, right? And I'm like, that is amazing. And then if they're like, hey, let's pull clips of her and things that she said, I, I, and they pull it from this. I'm like, this is just. You're like, putting it out I, there. And, You're putting it out right. there. Right. <laughs> well, and it's my mindset when I invited you to come on for well, mind you, it's been a long time coming, like we've been talking about. <laughs> but when I went like about the book, I was like, this is really cool to interview um a black woman who wrote a, a book about something that means so much to me, right? I'm a huge fan of Black Panther and there's a deeper conversation there, but you know, that's for another time. Um, and reading this, and like I said, sharing these moments with my daughter, but as we were talking, as you were talking about how you created a bunch of this stuff and you are built in, it's just, I'm fangirling here. Go ahead. Oh, Next. <laughs> no, the other, the other thing that I, the other thing that I also wanted to do in terms of building things into it was, um, make it, make it more Pan-African. 
one of the one of the things that's really interesting about writing a book like this is that I'm an African American woman mm-hmm. writing a book about a fictional African country mm-hmm. that was created by white people. <laughs> so there are conversations that we have sometimes, like for instance, <laughs> I I it has made it from time memoriam. It has made me crazy that nobody in Wakanda has a last name. Because in real life, all the Africans I know have seven, eight, nine names. Oh, yeah. They're, and it's long. It's but like that's long not time. something I was allowed to change. I asked, mm. but that's not something I was allowed to change because that's not historical. You know, um, there mm. are, but it's interesting some of the conversations that you have. Like, for instance, there was a, at early on, they were just trying to make sure, like, we just want to make sure they won't be child brides. I'm like, why would they be? They'd never, they've never been child brides. The Dormelange have never been child brides. Who from right. human resources told you to say that? Because that doesn't make any sense. Um, wow. And they were like, well, we heard in in Christopher Priest's run that they were teenagers and that they were supposed to be betrothed. And I'm like, okay, this is someone who didn't read the comics. Let's mm. backtrack. Yes, the in the comics, the Dormelange in Christopher Priest's run, he would pick women from different uh, regions of Wakanda Mm-hmm. To and they they all could possibly one day be his wife. In the comics, he never married them. He married Storm. Mm. Um, the only person who thought that they were children, like teenagers, was Everett Ross, the white uh, um CIA uh, agent. Red Hulk. Um, and so the white CIA agent who is played by um Martin Freeman in the movies. So mm. in so basically, but in the comics, Martin Freeman, uh, the he's not uh, Martin Freeman is playing him very well. But in mm-hmm. the comics, he was a vehicle for Christopher Priest to introduce Black Panther too. Because if you go back to those comics, the early comics are not told from T'Challa's perspective; they're told from Ross's because Priest didn't believe that anybody white would buy a comic book that was all oh, from about that perspective. A character, right? Mm-hmm. So that was his reason for doing it that way. Mm-hmm. Ross thought they were teenagers and Ross was lusting after them, which was a problem in and of itself. Uh, Yeah. But they were like, so how are you going to get around this? And I said, there's nothing to get around. Have you ever met a black woman that doesn't look her age? Done. Next question. Black don't crack. It's like, they're not teenagers. And so I have a little side note about that where when they're talking about going on missions and stuff, Okoye makes reference to, yeah, I remember when I was on like my third or fourth mission in New York, everybody thought Mm -hmm. I was in high school. It's very strange (laughs) over there. It's very strange. And and that's it. And that's all it was. I was like, there's no child brides. That's not how we're doing this. And so the concepts of the whole like, just bring, and it's not all about every, every single Dora. It's about mm-hmm. if you wanted to become a Dora, this is what you go through. And two of it, two, I think the two most important characters, I mean, chapters are about um, compassion and courage. They are not about fighting or stabbing. Although I had a lot of fun with the uh, <laughs> fighting, fighting styles and stuff, but they're not mm-hmm. about that. They're about, okay, you are, you know, we are a group of women, but we relentlessly, we are, we have a responsibility. And every time mm. we leave, not everybody will come back. How right, do you mourn? Right. How do you sit with that? 
How do you move on? How do you not become depressed? These are these they're human beings. And that's what mm -hmm. I find fascinating. My favorite comic book characters are all ones that don't have superpowers. They either get access to them or something happens and they gain the power or they mm -hmm. have some type of uh, gear or they're like uh, Riri, Tony, very smart. Mm -hmm. um, so I just I was fat. I'm fascinated by how these women who are very human. Mm -hmm. Keep it, keep it together. There is something that vibranium does to your system and and things like that, but they're not mutants. They're not right, and they don't have powers or anything. Right. Yeah, yeah. And they, but they have to go up against people who do. Who so do? Yeah. You can be the most powerful Dora in the world, mm -hmm. but how are you going to fight an empath? How are you going to fight? You know, a yeah, a, someone who's a, like. A mutant that is a psionic right. like how you how you doing that so that's what a lot of the the training was for there was something also um with reading because like i said i've never read the comic books and it really like incited exciting conversation between me and my husband who did read a lot of the comic books and he has like a bunch like i'll take pictures of his wall and i'll tag you on instagram so you can see this wall that he has but like um i told him it's essentially my library and i'll go in i was like make me a library card so i can come in here and be like can i pull these issues and then leave and then come back and return and get the rest but like even the things that prompted me to be like oh let me read about it things i didn't even know that actually also excited me for the possibility of what could come for the mcu in the future like exactly. you know the whole doom thing and like the vibranium thing which i'm not i'm gonna save that for the book if you didn't read the book buy the book links are in the are down below or enter to win the the three books that we're giving away but that thing i was like it, it posed a question room like if this were to happen like what 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 would we do <laughs> like you know like exactly if this type of thing so it, it did excite me to you know pour back into the already existing like marvel comic books that exist so you kind of you're 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 doing great things so let, let's get into um a couple of the questions and then we do we do have to it's eight o'clock I, I gotta get the baby gotta get the baby, baby but, go bed. no well she just woke up from her nap we're a little late oh. on this <laughs> expos <laughs> i gotta get her you know tie her out before bed so hopefully <laughs> she sleeps in her own bed tonight um but one of the questions I see the interns add a new a new question here. If you saw the woman king, um, are women protect? There are women protectors surrounding the king as well. Is there a connection between the two? You actually answered that. That was like you were talking about the the tribe. Yeah, I'm. I missed the. I I missed that question, but yes. Oh, they. I, ju think. I think they just added it as we were talking. Oh, okay. Because oh. I don't see it. But um, wait. Yeah. Ask ask me again so I can answer it properly. I'm sorry. Um, they're saying, if you saw the woman king, there are women protectors surrounding the king as well. Is there a connection between the two? And you actually were talking about how the, that inspired, that story inspired of, you. Well, what's interesting is that wasn't the story that inspired me. It was actually a real life story of something that happened on the set of the woman king that inspired mm -hmm. me when they were saying that they wanted rain. They were trying to make it rain. What Like there was, they needed rain for a scene. And right. the, there were people that were there that were like, oh, we can make it rain. How much y'all want? And people were like, what? And they sang and they danced and it started to rain. And so Which is um, wild. It it's is. Wild. And so um the the interesting thing is when the Dormalaja were first conceptualized by Christopher Priest, he really wasn't thinking about right. um 
the Zulu Warriors, the Dahomey Warriors. That mm-hmm. came later with Tanahasi Coach's run, and I think that's because that's how they look, and that's was uh, what Ryan Coogler went with in the first movie. Mm-hmm. That's what everybody latches on to. But when they were first conceptualized, they they weren't thinking about them. Yeah, um, I don't think they were thinking about anything. Just no. like oh, <laughs> but that. But I I welcome the fact that a lot of people see the the comparisons, and mm-hmm. I um they. The big thing that I, I, and this is why I brought up Doomore. In Doomore, there were 500 Dora. Like, they're an army. There's not like seven of them. They only just protect the king, which is something else I go into in the book. Like, okay, they have their own helicarrier. Yes, who maintains it? They're not having random people. They're an elite crew. They have Mm -hmm. their own technicians, their own engineers. Mm -hmm. Who, you know, um, they do a lot of recon and they do a lot of counterintelligence. Who's doing that? It's not always a quay. Somebody when she's out, who's doing so there's all these different regions and different groups that you can graduate and get into. Mm-hmm. And I'm just trying to show that the Dora are more than just you can be assigned to the royal family. You can, mm-hmm. but that's not their only job. And it never right, was right. in comics. And the, and it's it's world building. It's world building. And I will be very interested. So I'm gonna be eyes peeled, right? When the show comes out. And I'm going to be, I'll, by then I'll definitely be done reading the book. And then I'm going to be like, oh, that was in the book. Oh, that was in the book. Like that better happen, Ryan. I love you. I love you, <laughs> Ryan. So go ahead. Um, we do have a great question. Our interns pinned it. Um, it's from Monique Rodriguez. We can go ahead and pull it up. So would I have to read something to get background knowledge before reading your book? Absolutely not. There's something in there for everybody. What you probably will do is read it and then read some comics maybe and mm-hmm. come back and read it again. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't have to have you don't have to be a comic book fan. You don't have to have seen Black Panther the movie. If you have a passing knowledge of it, that's great. So you get a concept um, mm-hmm. of who the Dora are. But but if all you've seen is Falcon and the Winter Soldier, or even that. They that, have fire in that, that bruh. Yes, they are. Um, then you can then you can read the book. You don't, but that's an excellent question, Monique. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which I can attest to someone who I will say it is like there, it's like learn, it is like a manual, right? And there's like reference to you know a history, a whole history that I didn't know existed, you know. And then even like you said, how you mentioned each of the kings, which I like how that was broken down as well where it's like their picture, there's a paragraph kind of giving their story. And I will say that I will have to read it again for sure. Because like, even like when you're learning more, like since it is like kind of a, a a journal type of thing where different people are talking from their perspective and they'll mention a moment and I'm like, Oh yeah, that was mentioned in the little excerpt about this particular King and this run and this King became that before that King, you know? So I will have to read it again, but I can, I can agree that you can read this book. And then it does, like I said, it does excite me to go and pull comics so I can like build this together in my mind. The the other thing I was also excited about was putting, like I said, a um, real world African history in the book. Like the younger sisters are called um, Kanwata, which is Hausa for younger sister. Um, Mm, Okay. Wakandans don't call it the heart-shaped herb. They call it the Ewe Okan, which means basically the, the flower, the, the leaf of conscience, the herb of your conscience. Mm-hmm. Um, I took, because in the comics, 
they have um, Hausa, Kosa, Yoruba, Swahili, and Zulu. I pulled words from. from they didn't let me keep me keep all of them, but they I, they pulled words from mm -hmm. just about everything, mm -hmm. and it is. Oops. It, my camera's about to go. Um, okay. <laughs> so it was It was also fun, like sort of tying in some real world history. And I didn't do that for, completely on my own. Ta-Nehisi Coates started that. Every, mm -hmm. Almost every major character or, or god or goddess that he names in the comics comes from some real world. I mean, come on, boss. You know, yeah. all, the, yeah. the, the, the gods of Wakanda are the Orisha. But they're mm -hmm. from, like I mentioned, Mujaji, Tokudi, Boss. Like there's more than, and a lot of people think I made a lot of that up, but I didn't. So a lot of that is pulled from the <laughs> comics. But these mm -hmm. might be comics that ha might have had short runs and so people might have missed them. And there's a lot right. of people who didn't read the comics. So, right. um, I, but I'm really, I'm, <laughs> you're like right here. Yeah, um, right here. <laughs> so, no, I'm, I'm excited that people can use this as, as sort of like a teaching tool and a jumping off point. And mm -hmm. uh, there are like little rituals and things like that that are done. Um, even the whole concept of the women being bald, there's a ceremony where they shave their head. There's a tattooing ceremony. There's a reason why everything happens. And then if you are Muslim or you are of a different religious background and you don't shave your head, then there's, there's a, your, there's fabric that you'll get with the symbols put on it and not, it won't be on your skin. Like there's, mm different and the, and there are multiple i don't talk about every single tribe of wakanda i talk about several mm -hmm. there's a whole mm -hmm. story dedicated to one um but yeah i i'm excited i'm excited that people are too. excited about the book and they're finding all these different stories out of it so right and, and the, it's like source material yes. it's gonna be source material that needs to again hold on zoom, zoom in on me uh j-dog is that you is that you zoom in right here okay um oh. <laughs> they're gonna yeah yeah uh ryan ryan <laughs> ryan ryan okay that's all i gotta say um he definitely needs to it's a reference point for him he definitely needs to 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 pull it amazing stuff he's done so far and i think that this will just add more amazingness to it um I will ask this one last question. Okay. And then, um, you know, we'll have you choose the winners for the giveaway. Um, this has been amazing. Amazing. Um, the last question I will ask is where did any of the characters you wrote about inspire you? And if so, how? Um, they all inspired me because it takes seven years to get to the school. They've got a minimum speak seven languages. African languages in, included multiple di multiple um, Chinese dialects, mm -hmm. like and then they on top of that they also have to train in they have to train in all of the weapons, but then they can also pick a special weapon, and then they mm -hmm. can that can be their specialty. Um, I was just excited to play in this playground. Like, I, I it's funny because I was saying like, why would Kamoya beads just be bracelets? Like, why wouldn't they be earrings? Why wouldn't they be a necklace? Why wouldn't they be a belt? Why couldn't I wrap one mm -hmm. in my hair? Like, you mm -hmm. know, um, I had a lot of fun with that. Um, I was just really, really excited to all of these women 
would inspire me. Like I couldn't get through this training. Oh my God. Someone's like, oh, oh no, the tr- they can like, die in training. They could die. Uh, in like training. as you wrote in the book, I was like, no, not doing I was that. like, not oh goodness, that. this is this is where I quit. <laughs> like having to let some of the sisters, they're like, oh, okay, rest in peace. And deuces, I'm out. <laughs> like not being able to survive school. Like, I don't Hello? know. So yeah. So yeah, it's there's um I was fascinated. There is a hidden there are I created two Mm, three characters for the book. Um, not gonna tell you which ones they are. One actually <sighs> is very, very close to me. People who know me know which character this is. Okay. Um, but I, the um, I was just excited to write these incredible characters. They all inspired me. Like the more I, uh, because it wasn't like I wrote. As you notice, I didn't write one particular arc about one particular character it was all their right. experiences right and right. you got to see them react to these different experiences yes so i was more yeah. excited to create some of these characters mm-hmm. i think what would be super freaking cool because that I, I sometimes i watch like as a as a um not a definitely not a pastime because i like watching interviews and things like that but one of my um passions that i love to watch is like round tables so um, the Hollywood Reporter on their YouTube channel, they'll have like the actors roundtable. Mm-hmm. They have like the writers roundtable. What would be really cool would be to see like the people who have written in regards to like it could be Marvel involved type of things or Black Panther involved, but like a conversation between you and um, Tennessee Coates and like oh. um, any of the other writers that have poured into like the script. So Ryan Coogler would be in that as well. I got like- to give I got to give Tennessee Coates the book. I got to go to a screening and he happened to be there and I just ran over and I handed it to him. I was Shoot like, your shot, lady! I, oh yeah, I was like, goodness. I had met him once before. I'm like, I know you don't remember me. I wrote a book about the Dora Milaje. Marvel let me write this. This is a Marvel sanctioned book. This is not just fan fiction. And I used and I told him and I made the Honda the founder of the Dora Milaje. And he said, what? And I handed it to him and I ran away. (laughs) (laughs) So I hope I would do the same thing, like say it and then, all right, bye. And then just like leave. I would be too scared to stay, to stay any longer than my point has been made. (laughs) Um, The... I keep hearing that they're seeing there's a pin question. What's the pin question? I don't know. The pin oh, question no, that is. was that question. That was the Monique one. We, we got it. That. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. The only other thing, <laughs> I think one of the other ones was, um, what was the most surprising thing you've learned about yourself during the writing process? That I can mm, write a book. Cool. That I can write a book. I've never written a book Is it the first before. book you've this ever written? my first book. I've written. Very- okay, I don't normally curse, but what like that is so fucking amazing no because this is the first book you wrote this first book i wrote yeah and i'm so- and it takes, look you guys see this, this it's official okay <laughs> it's, it's official that's official signing showing that marvel signed off on this and this is yeah, her first book. it's it's which is also kind of terrifying i've written a lot of things like i said i've i've got over like 400 articles if you look for them but mm-hmm. i've got a bunch of things that i've written and I've written very long pieces, but I'd never written a book. And I, I think that's one of the reasons also why I made it journal style. Because I was like, okay, I'm going to make this like a whole bunch of essays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I can oh, yes. get, wrap, wrap my head around Using it. your experience, using your yeah. bag, your skill set. You've built and worked very hard with a with um, like a specific set of skills. I'm getting my Liam Neeson on, okay? And you... <laughs> <I'm> very- <laughs> 
Yes, very specific. And you use that to and write include this. running away. <laughs> I'm gonna find you. <laughs> but yeah, the, this was an amazing conversation. Um, thank you so much for for coming on to the show and like spending this time with us. I think that this was. Uh, like it became a dream come true at first it was like a really cool thing and it honestly became a dream come true because i feel like i even though i'm not touching you i feel like i'm touching like history right now i feel like this is because i i am so excited for the future i'm super excited to see as more comic books come out like around Black Panther, or even the Marvel universe itself that involve the Dora or even mention the Dora because Easter eggs are so freaking cool. So when they talk about things and even if it's not about it, but like they mention something that's happening in Wakanda, right? And if it has anything to do with the stuff that you've written or the building blocks that you've placed that I would just be like, my husband would be like, roll his eyes. But I'd be like, oh my goodness, that's in the book. Like I'll be super, well, super now excited. Now I, now I can't wait. Now I your husband to write the book. I mean, read the book and see if he likes it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll tell him. I'll tell him. I'll probably have to read it to him because him sitting down reading the whole book. I, I he probably is not gonna do that, but comic books, he he's he's got it. So I'll definitely read it with I'll read it with him, especially. But I want to before I read it with him, I want to pull the comic books and have those references. And that I'm I'm like super excited oh, you know, to do really that. Funny. Now you're actually making me want to do that. I actually should do that for the blog. I should be like, okay, you know how they do that? Like, here's all the comics you should read before this movie comes out. I should mm-hmm. probably do that and go, here's all the comics that I referenced in this book. I think that would be fire. I will print out the sheet so I can like look at the the um the reference. Cause even in comic books, they do that as well. Like if you're reading some and like they're talking or referencing an event that happened, they'll tell you like the uh the um the comic specifically that that um event happened in and um this was fire this is fire no, it was, uh, I, and I think there's the one thing that does exist that's kind of like that is i was on an episode of marvel pull list where we talked about the book and they they we talked about we definitely talked about nettie akorafor's run because i think it's an underrated run um because okay. she put africa back into wakanda mm. like she made what it, a fire it, statement it's she, wild, right, that it was needed <laughs> to be yeah. done, but it's fire that it happened. She made it a very African book, and it was um, mm-hmm. a run. And there's another run called Wakanda Forever. And the sad thing about it is that Marvel likes to do its number ones, but it's actually, you can now buy the collected edition of Wakanda Forever by Nettie Okorafor. And it's the Dora Milaje running around chasing Nakia, who has stolen something for this that vibranium we were talking about. Mm, and mm. It's, and she goes up against Spider-Man and then she goes up against the X-Men and then she's got to go up against the Avengers. And they're all trying to, you know, capture her and this thing that she's done. And that's mm. another really good run as well. Um, so that exists even before I write that article. <laughs> that that's oh, I want to do a call to action. Everybody watching, everybody listening right now, make sure you guys tag... Does, does Ryan have a Twitter? If he does have a Twitter, tag him and link the book. Be like, hey, now listen, now listen. Like we talked about earlier, okay? Oh, wait, no, 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 no. Zoom on me. Back out, back out. I wasn't ready for that. That threw me off. But like, no, like, uh, don't, like we talked about earlier, we ain't yelling at people. We ain't, you know, we're not harassing. We're just bringing to his attention this book that he should consider reading to 
continue building the MCU version of Black Panther that he has been building and that this is a great reference and source material that he can use. So make sure you guys at, like but be nice. Copy the link. Don't, yes. don't yell be at nice. Him. No yelling. No caps at all. Okay. No caps. <laughs> Not even the first letter of any words. Okay. It better be all lowercase. All right. Make it look then... like a child wrote it. Don't, don't, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Spell correctly. Okay. Spell exactly. check for sure. But lowercase letters all the way through, top to bottom. Um, I'm super excited. Before we close out, um, I'll let you choose three numbers. I will. Um, Between what and what, though? That's the that's the, the exact thing I was about to say, because I didn't make this form. One of the interns did. Um, Yanni, for you, is it one through 21? She got you. She got you. All right. Okay, she one, said 22. One through 22. Yeah. So. OK. Um, oh, you said one through 10, one through 22. I was about to go right past 22. OK. Um, uh, <laughs> 10. Um, 17. Oh, my favorite number, nine. <laughs> nine. Okay, awesome. So number 17, number 10, and number nine are the winners. Um, Yanni, do you mind saying their names or like typing their names in here? Or you can, um, if you don't mind popping your face in here, you could just say the names in here. Okay, so Luna T. Shadow, congratulations. You are a winner of the book. Tasia Bromel or Bromel, you also are a winner. And our last winner is, drumroll, Zyspot. Shout out to Zyspot Yay! as well. The three of you guys are the winners of the book. You guys won a signed copy. You will receive it in February. Okay, we'll be we'll be getting it for I'm you now. Gonna, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get anybody's hopes up. There might be a chance because it's just three. I might be able to get it sooner for you, but only because y'all are here and you're so special. So I'm gonna I'm gonna work on that. <laughs> Shout out to you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank and you. I, and uh, I just want to tell everybody else like the link that's been going around. Thank you so much for putting that link in the chat. You can always um actually uh, all of my LinkedIn bios, whether it's TikTok or Instagram or whatever, you can always find my beacons and there's always links to the book there. Everybody else, you're gonna have to get yours in February. But if you have already bought the book, this oh, this is new for your podcast as well. Hey, if you, if you have already bought the book and you would like to get it signed, I have those book plates available, and that link has been going around the chat as well. You can get a book plate and stick it in your book, and it's just like I signed it. Shout out to the interns for dropping those links in the chat. That's and shout out to the, to the interns for making this happen. Like, yes, the giveaway is sponsored by the interns, so let's give them. I need me some interns. We're we gonna, we gonna have to talk. Listen, it's fire, and they are amazing. If you want, if you want to take any of them, I that is a hundred percent cool with me. I like, Ooh. I love if they are, yeah, if they are moving up, moving out, I applaud it. I applaud it. For sure. Um, so thank you again, um, Karima, for joining us today. You can check out the Blurred Girl. Before we close out, I do want you to say, like, you know, shout out your socials. Where can the people find you? And then if I know you did kind of sprinkle some new things you may have going on, but anything that you specifically want to shout out, and we're going to spotlight you. You're going to be big again. Oh, I just want to warn you. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Oh. You're ready, right? Yes, Three, I'm ready. Two, I'm ready. One. 
<laughs> Thank you so much. Congrats to the winners. And yes, I'm Karima, aka The Blurred Girl. Please follow me, The Blurred Girl, T-H-E-B-L-E-R-D-G-U-R-L on all socials. Um, I don't know what's happening with Twitter, but I'm still there. Um, but I'm definitely <laughs> leaning into TikTok and Instagram. And please, if you can, listen to my horror podcast, Pop Paranormal, because we're trying to get a season two. So if you listen and leave a lot of comments, we can get a check. And we Don't we hurry it. Like Go that. over there. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yes, there's going to be a second edition of the book. I don't know when that's. Uh, that is not what's dropping in February. That's just more of the same. But the second edition mm -hmm. is going to come out sometime uh, early next year. And I cannot wait um, to yell about it. I'm really excited. Yes. Thank you again for coming through. You guys heard about, you guys saw the links that are um, running around in the chats on the, all the different places that we're on. We're live on YouTube, on Twitch, and on Twitter. And then the audio version of this podcast will be available wherever you can listen to podcasts, you know, within a few days. Sometimes it takes a while for them to upload it and everything. But um, thanks again, Karima, for coming and making this. It, like, I've never had a situation where a dream that I didn't feel was a dream come true and become a dream all in a conversation. And you did it oh, for me. So thank you. Thank you so oh, much. Thank you. And thank you for being patient. This is y'all has been like over a year. We've been trying to do this. So thank <laughs> you. <so laughs> like literally, I think last like uh, November, December, like we were I, trying. That's why I couldn't that it was because I was writing the book. That's why I couldn't come on because it was like, I couldn't do anything that was longer than like 25 minutes. Like that's all. Right. Right. Understandable. <laughs> now Listen, everybody understands if there's a reason it. to have a no, this is an amazing reason. Okay. You do not have to apologize ever. Okay. Anybody you were like, yeah. So last year I couldn't because I was doing it. If they're still mad, they okay. All right. But also, <laughs> okay. also like, I know you're giving me all the praise, but listen, let's give you your flowers. Cause I don't have, I wasn't in Times Square on the billboard. I wasn't, uh, people weren't talking about me. How do you know this? Because I am on the internet, ma'am. You know, I wasn't, <laughs> you know, I wasn't getting any, I haven't won any awards for my writing. You've won all these awards for gaming. I ain't done nothing. So <laughs> how do you know? Okay, let's because it's, it's Times Square and I live in New York. It's a billboard. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Never had anyone flip the script on me. Like See? pull up. Get your thing. flowers too. Get your flowers too. And get for those of you who are listening who I saw a couple of people in the comments that were like, when's our show coming back? I listen, like I said, we are just getting out of the final re rehearsal of 2022. And mm. it's like places, everyone, 2023. Yes, 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 yes. Doing a big, but right now I'm, I'm, I'm napping. I'm not. <laughs> Get your naps. Okay. Hibernate. It's winter. If the bears can hibernate, except for cocaine bear, because yeah, I, know. I can't watch that movie. <laughs> I'm looking forward to see. It's going to be wild and crazy, but it's going to be, it's going to be fun. It's definitely going to be fun. But um, thank but, you. And I oh, appreciate everybody that, that stuck around for a long time in the chat. Yeah, it was, it, it was like, we're way past, but it was so enjoyable. It was so enjoyable. And after this, I'm going to talk to my husband and be like, babe, <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> That's how I'm going to approach him. Um, but yes, you can check out the podcast on YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Also check out Karima, the Blurred Girl, um, as she did spell her name, but you can also see it here on the screen. We appreciate you. We'll be back next Monday with more awesomeness. And we have peace.